Yo. Yo. What's yo, up? Yo. Hey, can you hear me? You there? You sound good, yeah. Yeah. All right. What's up? Welcome to episode 177 of the Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley. Damn, man. We jumped right into it. I know. I'm going to leave the Skype call intro theme and everything into it. Awesome. So, anyways, let's just roll with it. Yeah, because we're only a half hour behind. No, well, I, okay. I First I, I of all, care. my computer, I haven't restarted it since probably February, and uh, just because that's how I am. And uh, <laughs> the it forced me to restart it, and then when I had to restart it, obviously everything has to update, and then... It's a catastrophe. Yeah. So no, I get that, man. Every, everything's being recorded on your end, so no, you have all the equipment and all that to do with. Yeah, I understand. Well, and, and then when one thing updates, it throws everything else off because I have it all set up to just run right th- through the soundboard, and then I got to reconfigure it all. Right. So, because huh. Skype can remember your login, yeah, but it can't remember all your microphone presets and ins and outs and all the settings I have uh, that go into. Audacity, which come in through our soundboard, and so I had to reset it all. But we're good. Cool. All right. So I got a little itinerary planned, so we're all set to go since you rolled right into it. Perfect. Hey, but, right uh, now there's college ball on. We're gonna get there. UCF tonight. UCF in Louisville. Ooh. And then we'll have to catch the second half of that. Yeah, and then. uh Boise State plays New Mexico at nine. Ooh, that'd be interesting too. Yeah. I don't know much about New Mexico, but uh, it'd be neat to see how Boise State took it rough last week. So we'll get into that later. Um, yeah, but they, they, yeah, we'll talk about Boise State. Yeah, because I got a thing about them. Yeah, we 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 got. We'll get to the sports part at the end. All right, all right. But um, and I had that lined up too. So, um, we, we both get kind of busy. This last uh, week or so, with getting stuff done on our on the layout, you've been doing some work down there and and uh, finished some buildings and some and, and such. So, uh, why don't we start with you? All right. Well, I built the Paps Pizzeria. Uh, that was a Kit of the Month Club kit uh, from Foscale Models. And yeah. What, what kit was that? Uh, it was originally called. I had the paper right here. Hoff, Hoffman Records. Oh, okay, yeah, the record store. Yeah. But I, and then I uh, sabotaged some rooftop details from a different building that I never used for a rooftop right. sign. And I ended up putting a rooftop sign on the little tiny pizzeria, which the sign, it's kind of funny. When you look at the, 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 the size of the sign compared to the height of the building, the sign's like as tall as the building from the ground up but then it's on the roof yep. so it makes the building look taller yeah it fits in there real good because next to two decent sized buildings yeah yeah so it's the big jazz club and then that that hotel you made right and then in the middle of the two is that short little stumpy pizza shop and there should be a pizza shop next to a hotel and a know? jazz club well you know and then across yeah. the street is the theater the theater and then there's that other building with the huge mansard roof you made. I can see it from here, but I forget what the building is. Yeah. Beside the theater. What was that building? Uh, that's the red light district. All right. Well, yeah, you know, you need a, you get, you get your jollies yeah. off and then you go get some pizza. 
Yeah. But here's the thing. <laughs> I'm always hungry I mean, afterwards anyway. How many anyways, times have so... you been to a hotel that had like a restaurant? Yeah. You've been in, you know, you've been in a nice hotel, so you have a restaurant, and you're like, eh, you know, hotel restaurants, yeah, they're, they're okay for food. It's still I a mean, hotel restaurant. Yeah. It's, it's just not quite the same. You, you know, I'm talking even your upscale ones. Or they're so upscale of a hotel. I stay in some really nice, high class hotels. Yeah, and then you, and then you, then you look at the menu and like, oh my god, seventy five dollars for a steak. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then I you don't eat. Think so. And or then, and then dollars for a piece of fish. The one time you do, and the one time, Kristen and I were traveling, and we we ate at one of those restaurants that are nice restaurants in a hotel. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, there's another story behind that which I'll get into. Um, but we ate there, and it was expensive steaks and expensive everything, like you just said. And then you, it comes out, and it's a tiny little steak. <laughs> and I'm like, "What the hell? I didn't pay. I don't want an eight ounce steak because it's eight ounces. Right. It's eight ounces raw. And when they cook it, it's even smaller. Right. Sure. So then you feel like you're still hungry, even though you just paid 150 dollars for two people to eat food. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Did you bump your microphone or something? No, why? Yeah, I just heard this weird like noise. I don't know. I, I'm I'm in front of the pop screen. Do I sound funny? Uh, maybe it was me. I'm checking all my connections real quick. Well, I'll tell you. Your mom and I went down to. Uh, oh wait, I didn't finish that. I didn't. Oh, finish okay. That. Go ahead. So you so you eat it and then you're still hungry, right? Cause yeah. It's not that great. I mean, it's good food, but then you're still hungry. But the reason we ate at the expensive hotel restaurant was because we were in Reading, PA. Uh-huh. And uh and if you know anything about Reading PA um <laughs> there weren't there weren't it was later in the evening and I didn't want to go out cuz it's Reading and um I didn't want to be adventure I didn't want to be venturing around Reading uh with my wife Understood. and kids. Understood. Yes, nothing. <laughs> Enough said on that one. I get it. <laughs> so we just stayed at the hotel, ate the hotel restaurant. I entirely get that. I paid for my safety that night. Yes. But uh, but yeah, I mean, hey, if anyone is listening from Reading and you're offended by that, uh, you know where you live. Come on, West yeah. West Reading though, West Reading is nice. Yeah, you go to the other side of Reading and it's awesome. But the we stayed at a Hilton in Reading, which the hotel, everything in the hotel was fantastic. It's a Hilton, right? But then you leave the Hilton and you're like, well, I'm yeah. sorry. Right across the street is the Reading Royals arena. Where the right. hockey team is, that's like the nice right. couple blocks right in town. Yeah. For Reading, and then right. and then you leave that area and you're like, oh, let's yeah, just they go. fixed that part up pretty good. Well, yeah, it's where the Hilton is. Yeah. <laughs> the Hilton's probably floating that block. <laughs> but um, anyways, yeah, and then the the, ho- the hockey arena is nice, and then we don't want to leave it. But then we went to a restaurant over in West Reading. West Reading's beautiful, but anyways, uh-huh. we're getting off track. Yeah, hey, yeah. I was gonna tell you a story about Philadelphia and the Omni Hotel, but you know what? It's not even it's not even there anymore. Who cares? Let's get on. <laughs> but so okay. So there's a pizza shop between the hotel and the jazz club, and it's across the street from the theater and where the strippers are. So after you've gotten your whole <laughs> fill of entertainment, and you uh, went to the theater, saw a movie, you go to the jazz club. Dance, have a mar- margarita or whatever, and you dance, and then you. I don't know. Do you dance to jazz clubs, or you just sit there? Yeah, and you, you sit there, and sip you, on your drink. You snap your fingers, uh, okay. and, you, and you sip your martini. 
Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and then you I, know, I, you know, I, I, I like jazz. I just don't know how many jazz clubs I've been. Well, if it's the, like a swing, if it's a night where like it's like, jazz. if it's a night where it's like swing music, yeah, you can get out there and dance. This is the forties. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna sure. go out and you're gonna dance and you're gonna be all, I don't know, think of a forties word. Right. But uh, uh, well, yeah, you can be a yeah. young whippersnapper. You go out and dance. Take your lady, <laughs> go dance. But anyways, right. uh, and then you, and then when you're done with that, you go to the strip club across the street see some dance see some other dancers and then you go to your get some pizza and you go to your hotel room it's a perfect block you don't have to we, leave we are leading everybody into debauchery you don't have to you don't have to leave that block of the city anymore <laughs> people are gonna get the wrong idea about oh and there's a cigar shop across the street too that you made yeah yeah so hey you can get your cigars go to the jazz club Go over to the red light district, see some nudie ladies, and then you go to the hotel room after you got your pizza, and that's a night. It's a fishing town, and there has to be libations, right? I yeah. mean, <laughs> it, it, it's just the way it is. What know? else are fishermen going to do? Right, exactly. You know? Marty, after we're done cleaning these fish, let's go, uh, let's go grab a slice and go see some. Go see. <laughs> go to the clan. Go did to they the. Grab a slice back then. Did they just go and grab a slice? Yeah, let's go get a pie and go. Uh, <laughs> go to the pie. We'll go see uh, Louis down at the jazz club, and then uh, later I'll uh, take you out, and we'll go uh, over to the bearded clam joint, and we'll go get. We'll go see some bearded clams. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you never have to leave that whole block now. That's a whole night out. No, you're you're right. You're right. And I, they don't want it. if they don't want to go home to the missus, they just go to the hotel. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, all right. All right, let's move we're on because uh, we're getting dark. Really going down a rabbit hole. Hey, I'm explaining you know? that city block. It's a nice block. Yeah, okay, I, I get it. I get it. We it might was have, neat, though. You I know love what? what you did with that, that building? That that block. You know what we need on that block? Yeah. We need um. We I'm need afraid. a cop car. I'm afraid. Oh, I got I got cop cars. We need a cop car on that block. I haven't built them yet, but I got cop cars. Yeah, well, it. there needs to be some there needs to be some uh, shenanigans that have happened and the cops roll in. I think that's a good idea on that block. I think that's a good There's idea. Just and too I much some... trouble. There's too much trouble right there. You haven't seen the figures I have for that block. I have. Hey, I got a figure for that block. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I do. I had that guy that crawls around on his hands and knees, and he looks like he's getting sick. And then I have. Um, I have the strippers. I have all these naked ladies. I have the nuns. <laughs> huh? I have a whole crate of naked ladies. Yeah, I know. I know from one of our listeners. And then I have uh, I have a box of – they're not naked. These guys these, – these guys. These guys are clothed. <laughs> Thank God. Well, I have that one guy that's not <laughs> – They're not guys. But they're, but they're uh, female figures. Of, they're scantily clad, and I'm going to have – them stand on the uh, corners and stuff, and I got a man on a crate. Oh yeah, hey, to people on a crate. I got oh like I a got, soapbox guy. Oh, I got all kinds. Of, I got a kid stealing some old lady's purse. Oh yeah, that's the crime. Of, that's gonna be the crime corner. I got all kinds of stuff. So we'll we'll, we'll get a jazz at corner up real good. You know what we need to do? We need to have the no, cops. No, no pun on the jazz with the jazz. We need to have the cops there, and then we'll take a really really thin paintbrush. We got pu- we got a ton of cop figures, by the way. Oh, I know. I, I got a million cops. Me too. But we got to put a cop car or two out there. 
Yeah. Right? And, and we it, got, we're going to need a never million gonna cops for this sentence. neighbor. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to put this cop out there, a couple cops out there, right? Right. And then we could paint a chalk line, outline of a body Ooh. in like an alleyway in that area. I see that. Did George do that on his? I think so, but I, I just thought about it. Well, hey, let's copy it because we're we talking like we don't copy. Like everybody in the world doesn't copy something all of him. Yeah, but right? let's put a, let's put like a, the the cops are there in the jazz club section, and I mean in the in the in the red light district area, and like down yeah. one of the alleyways, we can put a chalk outline of a of a dude behind the fire escape, underneath the fire escape, down the <laughs> yeah, alleyway. Yeah, behind that same hotel, I got that fire escape on it, and I'm gonna put two like Gambino guys on the top on the on the fire escape. Look like they threw them over or some shit. Yeah, right. We'll do that. I'll, I got I got two. I got two fat Italian guys. Let's do Not it. That Italians are fat people. I'm just saying that I have two Italian mobsters. fat guys. Yeah, they're just mobster mobsters. Yeah. guys. I'm going to put two mo- mobster guys they're, up they're, on the- they're just two Italian guys. They ate too much Pap's pizza. Yeah, and, no pasta. Know, hey, yeah, no pasta. Hey. Then, your face looks like an eggplant. We're going to throw you over because <laughs> you can't tell. Because you ratted out on Jimmy V, man. No one needs a rat in this right? town. Right. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's what we're going to do. We're going to toss... <laughs> What is, going on? Guys up on what is going Man, we, on we, on the podcast we this week? We creative tonight. tonight. This is creativity. This is, how, this is how these things are born. All right. So we got, we, got Louis, we got Louis and Pavone. And they, they, just, off, they just whacked a guy. Yeah. Because he, uh, you know, he had a big mouth. And right. uh, you know, he was asking about where the money was going. Because the pizza uh, shop's not been paying up their... Yeah. They're, they're, they're not paying, <laughs> Yo, not paying pe- away, man. Paps Pizza's got to pay. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. <laughs> hey, so that's what I've been working on. <laughs> so Paps, Paps now laying in the alley. Well, not Pap. It's just Paps, you know... Uh, his man, his runner guy. It's Paps' son. He, uh, You know, Paps' son, he was running his mouth a little bit, and yeah. uh, we had to teach Pap a lesson. <laughs> all right, all right. So what else have you been doing? You got a bunch of stuff you've been doing. All right, so um, I I sanded down that road that you did that we ripped the track out, made that long road. Right. Yeah. And I was talking to you last weekend about it after I sanded it down, and that road, the way it curves around the outside of that town, is like such a focal point. That's gonna be cool. Um, we're gonna load that thing with trucks and stuff. Yeah, it's a it's a cool it's a cool little road, and and uh, I got so I got that done. I got Pap's Pizza done. I rearranged some of the buildings around. It's it's a cool road, people, because it used to be a track that went uphill, and it was four track. Only. And and it actually has a a, a a a gradual grade. Right, so it's its own level, outside of the actual levels of the city. It's its own level that climbs along the sides. Yeah, you'll have to see it when we're done. It's a road that wraps around the perimeter of like the big buildings. Right, but it's not on the same. Actually, you know what it is? It's a yeah. cool divide between the seaside. Yeah. The, the seaside sceneries and structures that we're adding. Yeah. It's a cool divide between that and the bigger buildings. It's like an right. abrupt divide. The inner city. Right, but it's you know, a very abrupt. Business city. It's a very abrupt divide. Yeah. But the road makes sense because it cuts off like the downtown from the, from the seaside area. Right. It shuts off. It shuts off the. Sea industri- the sea industry, uh, the shipping and all that from the sea, and starts right into which is part of the city, and then 
because it, it's a break between there and where you know what? the city becomes business. We have two breaks like that on both ocean sides. So yes. on, on on the other side, it's a cliff. Yeah, and it. So there is there is a blend. We kind of go. We kind of go from the what would we say the north side. That's your side you're working on the north end. North side, yeah. So the north end of the city is actually facing south. If I think about it geographically right. in real life, but whatever. So the the north side of your city, of our city, is the sea area, and then right. there's that road that cuts it off, and now you're in downtown. Right. And then there's a blend from downtown into like industry. Right. And there's really no separation between that. We kind of have a, there, there's just kind of a mix it's, in the middle and it becomes, right. it and then, just works that way. And then it becomes industry. And right. then there's that cliff where the track is. that goes under right. the tunnel underneath Sasson Vinegar Works. Right. Well, now it's DeSantis Vinegar Works, but anyways. And then from that cliff forward is more ocean side or seaside businesses. But the businesses that are on the south end of the city uh, that are water facing are more uh, shipping, shipping and like uh, freight, freight. Well, no, there's a couple boat things. I have a, I have a few yeah, boat yeah. things, but they're like boat repair crates, and it's where the lumber yard meets the ocean. Where not the lumber yard, the um, beagles. I mean seagulls, bee seagulls. Uh, the yeah, hell, what yeah. the hell is that thing? Yeah, it's like a well, mill. It was Baxter's building supply, but the FF, FSM kit, but I turned right. it into seagulls. But now now it's it makes sense where it is because now if we are, you know, that company is utilizing boats to move its lumber now or its or its building supply products. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Bugsy Seagull's uh, uh building supply now. Hey, that that's mob that's mobster sounding. Yeah, it, well, it is. We have a very mob. That's what the sign, the sign we have, says. We have a very mob and dark. Well, no, I didn't come up with that. Uh, I kind of liked it. Jake Johnson came he up with that, that sign, sign for that. He made that sign. Yeah. He sent that to me to use instead of the Baxter sign. He used the same type of typeface and everything. So it made me a, a version of it that that it, it's Bugsy Seagulls, and then it has like concrete shoes or no you know all that stuff uh steel pipes and yeah. things that you would use to off your opponent or your your enemy yeah the things well, that mobsters use. i I've, I'm, I'm thinking about this now and we've talked about this mildly but we have like a very uh like it could definitely be like a i i, I want to go with this it city. could be chicago i want it to be like a mob run not. city yeah That's yeah we could do that we're gonna do it it's Baltimore, right? Yeah, we're doing like Eastern Seaboard, yeah. Yeah, Eastern Seaboard style. Yeah. Not Baltimore. That ran, but, that ran rampant in, in the 40s. Right. So, anyways, yeah. Uh, so, I was working on the road. I'm get back on track again. I was working on the road. Uh, <coughs> uh, we I, I did 3D print some new parts, too. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I 3D printed... good. I 3D printed a file. Now, I didn't make these files. Um I I have been tinkering around with um, Blender, which is like a 3D modeling program, but I'm not confident in enough in it yet. Right. Um, so I, I've been on Thingiverse, which is amazing because it's these people that design. <clears throat> it's all free. And it's these people that design uh, 
3D printed parts that you can just download into your 3D modeling software and edit and scale up or down and do whatever you want with. And, and it's free. And it's free. Now you can donate, which um, right. Which you recommend? I recommend. It says like buy someone a coffee. And yeah. uh, actually, the one dude I gave him three bucks because yeah. it makes it easy because they link it to your PayPal. Yeah. And you can just chip in whatever. And the guy, I don't know the name off the top of my head. I can find it here while okay. I'm, while I'm talking. But there's a guy. Uh, yeah. What's that? Should you give it out? I'm just gonna. It's his name on Thingiverse. It's public. Oh, okay, okay. He he's doing an awesome job. Right. So right. I want to give him a shout out. I mean, oh, okay, he, he might never listen to this. I don't know. But I get on Thingiverse. I'm doing it right now. And you look up HO scale. And right. there are probably 40 pages of different HO scale things. Wow. But here's the beautiful thing about Thingiverse or any of these modeling sites, 3D, mo- 3D printing sites, yeah. is say you find something that's not HO scale. Like your chandelier yeah. that I made for your diorama. Right. It turned out awesome. I found yeah. a chandelier. That was for that military model. It was for a you do- broke it down to one thirty fifth scale. Right, but it was for a dollhouse, which was much larger scale. Right. And all I did was download it and then I found out the measurements of it by scale and I just looked it up and then converted it into the scale you needed and I in my modeling software I just shrunk it down to what you needed. Right. Sure. And it works perfectly. So don't think that on, on Thingiverse or any other place like that, that just because it's not already scaled to what you need, you can't load it up into one of these free modeling softwares, like right. Blender, or there's a couple other ones. And, right. shrink, and rescale it. And shrink it down and print it on your own, yeah. So, sure. And, and let, I can't find the guy's name. Well, for you O-scale guys, bring it up. Yeah, anything. Well, shrink it down in some cases and... Yeah. Well, I can't find the guy that I downloaded. I can't find the guy that I downloaded it from. But if you just get on Thingiverse and you look up HO scale, there is a plethora of already scaled, pre-scaled printing um, print files, like print-ready files. And what's cool is some of them are actually full structures, which I've not been brave enough to try. Right. This gentleman that made these crate, I mean these pallets that I printed, also does like a full Main Street building set. Okay. And it's like, it's probably a dozen or more wall pieces. And you can print all the separate wall pieces and they come out, I'm guessing, like DPM kind of style walls. Oh, nice. It's it's kind of the Walther's look. Sorry, I dropped my shoe there. It, it's all right. It's kind of that Walther's look. How, how did you drop your shoe? Well, I have my Hey Dudes on. Oh. They just slip on. And I just kicked them off my feet. I was sitting here. And the dog's, your mom is playing ball down the hallway with a dog. And well, he's running by to get his dog. Anyways. His, uh, ball. The, I mean. Anyhow, go dude, ahead. There's, there's, there's rail cars on here. There's, there's a, a this million. This is the time for that. There's rail cars. There's a ballasting tool you can print. There's right. playgrounds. I want to do the playground. I'm favoriting that as I talk. HO scale playground. Like. Cool. We don't have one of them. It's awesome. Hey, we could put it right next to. To the adult theater. Yeah, you drop your kids off and you go in. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, no. So, I mean, I know we're in the back alley where they dump uh, Jimmy V off the freaking roof. Yeah, anywhere. So, I mean, I'm going on and on about printing again, like I did a couple times on the show. But if you have a 3D printer or you. If you're interested in getting a 3D printer and you're kind of intimidated on the idea of like. How do I 
make something to print. You don't right. need to think that way because, like, dude, they have jersey barriers, sea uh, containers, uh, right. hopper cars. There's a lot of stuff when I was on there last time. Bicycles. Yeah. A whole diner. Like, you can print anything. A ruined, dilapidated cottage. Like, there's a million things For you guys to do modern-day stuff or more modern stuff. Tons there's of stuff. There's a lot of stuff on there for there. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm going on another tangent. Oh, that's, that's right. a cool one. Bilson's Brewery. Like, this, this same guy makes these huge structures that you can print, too. Right. So, um, anyways, it's cool. pretty, pretty awesome. Back on track. I printed a bunch of pallet stacks. Um, yeah, those are awesome. And my idea with it is behind Sassin Vinegar Works, or I'm sorry, DeSantis Vinegar, Vinegar Works, I'm going to do a whole um, dramatic, like, stockpile of pallets. Right. And, uh, anyways, I probably have... I think I printed like 16 of them already. And, uh, oh, wow. Really? Yeah, 16 Jeez. stacks. So, right. Uh, I want to do like a, like on the one side on the wall and on DeSantis Vinegar Works, formerly Sassin uh-huh. Vinegar Works, there's like a big blank wall. And right. I want to make a huge pot, a huge tall stack of pallets. Nice. So, that look cool. Yeah. I wouldn't it, mind having, if you could burn me, well, burn me. I'll burn you if a you CD. Could, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, burn me a CD. If you could, uh, uh, create like three or four of those stacks for me. That'd be great. I'll put them on this new diorama. Well, they, they with take the mill. an hour and ten minutes to print six of them. So, oh, okay. Well, um, that's fine. Then. I can do it tonight. Actually, you can have some of the ones I already printed. But whatever. Yeah, it's, whatever. Um, and then the yeah. other thing I am printing tonight, I downloaded it prior to the show, is an HO scale, um, a buffer stop for the end of the track. Oh yeah. I know you said you have some. I do have some, but, but I, that's okay. I want to print one, and it's going to go. It's tie, This whole long, convoluted story ties into the road that I painted. I'm sanded. I sanded. I'm going to paint that wraps right. around between the sea part of our city and the downtown. Uh-huh. And where that tracks that track dad that stops right at the beginning of that road, mm-hmm. I want to put that stop there. You, you saw it. Right. And yep. the idea is. You know, prior, maybe when the city was younger, that track went up to the old industry section and they ripped it out because the city grew and they needed more road space. So the track stops at the bottom of that hill, but it still looks like an old railroad grade. Right. So the track, if you use your imagination, used to go up that grade, but now they've turned it into a road and they put concrete down. So I'm going to take that track right up to the edge of that road where it starts. Yeah. Um, and if if you're keen enough, you'll realize it's a low grade. So it would have been an old railroad grade up to the industry section on the other side of the city. But since the city's grown, it's take it's kind of you know, kind of sprawling out. And now it has taken over the the old railroad that went up there because now they can just drive it down the road to the southern end of the C section where the shipping where all the shipping ports are. Yeah. That's the story of that road. Cool. And it all ties back to my pr- 3D printing that HO scale buffer stop. <laughs> so, sorry. I went on a long no, tangent that's right, there. Man. That's, that's why I had you do it. You did a lot of stuff this week. Yeah, I've been busy. So, I, I, yeah. I have a new thing I'm doing down here. Uh-huh. I'm trying to spend at least 45 minutes a night down here. Okay. 
Yeah, wow. So the kids go to bed or whatever, and my wife's upstairs watching Bachelorette or whatever show she's putting on um, that I can't, I don't, I can't get into. Uh, right. And then I, I usually come down around nine o'clock, and I work till about it's nine. Pro- it's Project Runway on there right now. Oh in, God! In, when I when I came in here, she can watches, you believe that? Yeah, no, I can't believe that. Oh. I can. But yeah. uh, Kristen watches a show called um, the a Challenge Island or something. On I don't know. It's it's uh, stupid. Oh my gosh! But that it's kind like of stuff, man. it's like these people that like. It's like a mix. I want to come in here and put two pics of my eyes. Yeah, no, I'd rather. I would rather run. I'm looking at this. Um, Nail hole, the nail hole tool, yeah, that you use to run up your siding, yeah. And I would rather run that across the 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 entirety of my eyeball <laughs> <laughs> than than uh than then watch that watch oh. that yeah. Um, oh. It's like the mix that shows like a mix between the the Bachelor and Fear Factor. Oh my! Where gosh. it's like all these people that are like super gorgeous or super good looking and. Like ultra fit, yeah, like macho, and then they like they uh, do these challenges. I can't watch that. Sick, yeah. So sick. I'm older now. I don't look like that no more. I, I'm not even older, and I don't, <laughs> I don't look like that. I didn't look like you had to begin with. Okay. So, anyways, that's it. That's that's updates for me. Uh, oh, I also ran a 50 mile race two weeks oh, ago. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, right as we published this last podcast. Two weeks with ago, the one with Doug. The one with Doug. Yeah. Uh, that Saturday, I, I did a fifty mile run, and uh, um, not great. Did not do it no. great, but I did fifty. No. I mean, it's fifty miles, so like, yeah, sure, it is what it is. But it was my sixth time, right, running that race. So I got a rolling pin. Well, explain the rolling pin because that don't make any sense to everybody. You mind else, if I take a second and, and explain this? Nah, nah, right. that's fine. All right, so I run this race every year. It's my favorite race ever, and I'll tell you why really quick. So a lot of races, with everything else in this world, has become for profit. You know, like right, a, yeah. one guy gets a bright idea. Hey, I'm like anything on, else. I'm gonna sure. put on a race, and he charges 150 bucks or something, some ab- some exorbitant fee. The races that I run, the long ones, Dad, you know, but people in our yeah. listener group or whatever might yeah. not realize, when you run 50, 100, or whatever miles, the races get more expensive uh, because there's a lot of logistics to go into these races. So right, sure. a lot of these races, it's a guy or a small group of people that do it for profit. Mm-hmm. Well, Baker Trail Ultra Challenge is my favorite race of the year. It's the one I did in two weeks ago in Pennsylvania. It's out near Punxsutawney. If you're not, if you don't know where Punxsutawney is, uh, you need to watch the movie Groundhog Day. And you must be living <laughs> in a groundhog hole. But you need to, if you have not seen that movie, or if you don't know what Groundhog so Day, it's like is what Punxsutawney is about. Maybe 20 minutes west of Punxsutawney, in the middle of freaking nowhere. I mean, this is yep. like this makes Newville look like the like like Philadelphia. As far as population, <laughs> and uh, uh, and it's called the Baker Trail. It's a 150 mile trail, and every year they split it up into three segments. So you do the northern section one year, the set the central section the next year, and the southern section year three or whatever all year. Three, you, all three are 50 miles. They break trails. it up into 50 mile, right, 50 gotcha. to 51 mile sections. And if you do three years in a row, and you complete the whole Baker Trail. They give you a rolling pin, like Baker, get it? Like it's a pun on Baker. Yeah, yeah. So they give you a huge, this marble rolling pin, heavy, real marble rolling pin. Yeah. 
and only like and it, it has stuff engraved on it yeah it has a it has yeah. your name engraved on it and then your times okay. for all three years of running it, it. and then each sure. year though the way they get you hooked is they give you a third of a medal so the medals look like a pie right another play on the whole baker word and then you when you get a third of a pie you're like oh i want to complete the pie like i want to complete the whole thing because right. now I got this weird. So you'll come and, back two more times. Yeah, and then when you're finished, it's like this three-inch round medal. It's a huge medal, and uh, it's maybe four inches. It's big, and then you get the whole pie, and they give you a baking a rolling pin with it, and then your right. medals click into the rolling pin and whatever. But what's cool is there's only like there's less than like two dozen people that have completed two f- full rounds of it, which is six years in a row, fifty mile runs. Right. So I'm How like, long have they been doing it? For like 15 years or 20 years. Wow, okay. Since like 2004 yeah. or something. And now you're one of those people. I'm one of like two dozen that have two. Oh, that's cool. And then there's only two people that have three. So you've run 300 miles of that trail? No, I've run, yeah, 300 miles of the Baker Trail. Oh, that's crazy. Um, in six years, but that doesn't also account for all the training miles that go into it. And yeah, we don't need to go into sure, that. Sure, yeah, yeah. I think this year I crossed. 11,000 miles in four yeah. in like four years. Right. But anyways, all right. So I did the Baker run, whatever. Uh, I'm going to go back though and hit the third. I want to get a third pin. So I got, how many I have people have done that? Two. Okay. <laughs> and there's only, so in three years you'll be another one of those people. And well, and there's one person, there's, there's one or two people between me that are going for the third. So okay. there might be like, Four. Some more. Right. <laughs> and then there's one crazy ass chick from New York and she's going for her fourth. Oh my one person. But anyways, wow. I'm going off no How many one cares. people run the race. This year was uh there was like hundred and twenty five, hundred and thirty okay. people. Okay. So yeah. Huh. I fell apart, man. Dude, I fell apart bad. It got hot as shit and fell apart. <laughs> So well, that's not my cup of tea, man. I I get tired just watching you run. Anyways, all right, We're let's talking get about it. Let's get back on track. Let, what yeah. have you been working on? I just hogged up like the first thirty minutes of the show. That's okay. Um, that's fine. The last couple of weeks that we first started, I've been doing a lot of the talking. That's why I kind of wanted you to do the talking tonight. Yeah. Oh, I want to talk um, about one more thing after you're well, done. Well, we're going to. We got a bunch of. Shit. I want to talk about my one chip challenge, but I'm going to save that story for the end. Your one what? The oh, one chip well, challenge. Yeah, we got we had to save it to the end. We have <laughs> questions and somebody brings that up. Oh good, so, good, good. Um anyhow, I've been working on, of course, the final building of the um Atlas Gorge Foscale Models kit, uh limited edition kit. And I was doing the Jay Pratter hardware uh store. And oh, yeah, yeah. I, I have finished that today. Um I've been working on it little by little. It's uh it's a unique structure with an unusual shape. You can find the photos on our website. I mean, on our website, on our Facebook, uh, and I will put them on Instagram as well uh, tonight. But the finished version of these, I've been putting them up little by little uh, progress reports of how it's going. And it's an unusual shape. It, it, when it's all done, it looks like four different buildings it's and all joined like, together. Uh, it's shaped like a, uh, a snake. Right, because it's going to go. It's built so it goes around on the on the scene where it's going to be at. It it's going to the back side of it is going to hang out over on a concrete 
on a concrete um, foundation on the back side of it, about an inch and a half high of concrete, uh, yeah. poured concrete. And then um, it's going to hang out over these rock cliffs that go through the gorge, down, out over the back of the gorge. And uh, it shapes along the river and the gorge along that curve. That's why it's shaped the way it is. And, I'll, and you'll see more of that along the progress. But I finished that tonight. Uh, and I've been working with that. That was that was fun. The roof is uh, very interesting. Um, you know, of course, if it's another one of Doug Fuscali's um, wonderful um, designs. And he puts a lot of thought into these, obviously. No. As all the manufacturers do, by the way. Um but this one is unique in its own way because it it has that weird – the main building even has a weird design to it. And then it adds these other three smaller buildings off the one side of it. Um, it has a cup, uh, cupola on top, cupola, whatever they call it. What is it? Is it cupola or cupola? Cupola. Cupola. Okay. It has that. as a billboard – a couple billboards on the roof. It's got an elevator shaft. Uh, it's all horizontal board by board construction. It goes up from the main roof. Uh, it's just really cool. And then of course, all these cast metal detail parts that come with the limited edition kits. When you get one of his limited edition kits, like we, we talked to him about on the uh, show, our last show, Yeah, you know, and all his kits every year they come with those kinds of things. Um, so this week I did a lot of the fine detail finishing up. The structure's been done for about a week, um, but I've been doing the add-ons, like the little, um, you know, cast metal parts and things that need to be painted, like uh, a stove and um, you know, boxes that are stacked in crates and barrels and and uh, piles of junk in a box and um, what else? But you know, uh, garbage cans. Box. A uh, soda machine and uh, some some workbench type things. Junk in a box. All around. Junk huh? in a box sounds like a really bad version of that fast food restaurant. Jack in a box. Junk in a box. If you get junk in a box, if you stop at junk in a box, you may end up. Well, that's what happened. Well, to you might have to go so, to the doctor. Well, that's what kind of happened to Jack in a box, didn't it? It's got. Anyhow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could probably rename that restaurant. Right, right. So, yeah, Dunkin' the Box. You know what I'm excited for? You know what I'm going to get when we go back to Oklahoma? Huh? You know what I'm going to get when we go back to Oklahoma? What? I'm going back to Whataburger. Oh, yeah? We can do that. I got to get a Whataburger. We can make a night after after the game, like we did before. After the Blue Oyster Cult concert? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Anyways. So, anyways, we have all these metal detail parts. I casted them. uh, They were casted, and then I... I painted them all up, and you know how I am. I, I poke around with that stuff. It takes me a long time to do them. Uh, I, I never am satisfied with how they work, but they turned out really good. Um, put all the you know the, the vents on the walls and uh, the pipes coming out of the walls of the roof and the chimneys and shit like that. So that's all done. I finished it tonight, and now I'm ready to start on the actual terrain scenery of the – of that section uh, that will be 24 inches by 29 inches and about seven or eight inches high. And it'll, it's going to be built here and then dropped into place on the, on the layout where we already have marked a spot for it uh, and built a new section uh, to add on to it for this. 
And um, I'm ready to kick into that. I'm going to do that, start that tomorrow morning. Um, and because uh, now I'm ready to do so. So it's going to all, it's going to be down the carving the foam and making the gorge and pouring the rubber molds, which I came and picked up down there from you, the rock, uh, the this woodland scenic rock rubber molds. Mm-hmm. Um, I have them ready here. I have a brand new thing. I got it. Uh, sent to me uh, in by Amazon a thing of uh, lightweight hydrocal plaster from also from Woodland Scenics, and I also have a tub of regular plaster if I need to, and I can mix and pour if it's not enough, but I'm sure it will be. And then I'm going to make my rock formations and and such, and use these and uh, rock rock molds that we that you gave me that we had, you know, I bought a long time ago, but I brought, and I also went and picked up three extra rock molds to give variations uh at the hobby store uh and mainline hobby up in um you know uh, in pennsylvania down below gettysburg um and what's the name of that town again uh blue Blue ridge summit yeah blue ridge summit yeah anyways went in there he he always has a ton i'm not trying to yeah i am Uh, so what uh he always has a great selection of scenery materials, probably the best selection. It's huge of scenery materials I've seen in a hobby store. Tommy Gilbert's down there in Gettysburg also has some as well, but uh, this guy's got them done. And he has Anyhow, stuff, and he's had um, stuff where you've said before, where you've asked, like, "Hey, do you have this?" And he's like, "No, but I can get it." Yep. Like, yep. And 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 we've talked about that before. You know, there's a difference between, uh, you know, you always hear. We've talked about this in detail in the past where some hobby stores will say like, oh, you know, I don't stock that, but I I can order it for you from the Walther's catalog or whatever. And you're like, oh, I can just order it from Walther's. Yeah, really. the guy at Blue Ridge Summit uh, and that shop in general, like... Yeah, I know he'll restock. He'll He'll have it. He'll restock and he'll also have stuff that you don't think you can normally find in a hobby shop. Right. Right, you know what I mean? Like there, you found stuff down there where you're like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't," you know. Oh, he's got all kinds of stuff. He got he's got like every Sylvan vehicle there is, and they're on those sliding yeah. panels. So panel doors. When you think it's just, yeah. it's not just like one shelf deep. It's like yeah. multiple shelves deep because it's on like. Well, the, the, those the, are the metal cast ones, right? The ones but that, that are on the on the sliding doors. But just, and there's a million of them. He's just, got them all. Just that wall. There's like three deep selection. Yeah, it's a great hobby. Yeah. Shop. I mean, it really is. He's got all kinds of ideas. He's got other scales, too, so it's not just HO scale. Scales. Yeah, yeah, it is all scales. It is all scales. He's got lots of scratch building supplies. They run a good um, shop down there. Yes, he and does. Just He's got as a good a, staff, and they are willing to help you, and, and they don't make you feel like you're – you don't you – don't, you go in there, you don't feel like you're – being hawked all the time, and you know? as a special, and I've been to a lot of shops that are like that. Well, you know what? This is me off. I sometimes I leave. I think it. I so here, all right. First of all, disclaimer: uh, we have no affiliation or 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 deal or anything worked out with Blue Ridge Hobbies. No, so no we're no. not talking about them because any for any reason. But and don't get me wrong, it's a drive for me. Yeah, yeah, it's a drive for anyone. I don't, it's a forty-five minute drive. It's to a get drive. There. It's a drive for everyone but the five people that live in Blue Ridge Summit. Right, exactly, exactly. Would I I like to go somewhere closer? Shit, yes. You know, I would love to have a hobby shop that has that kind of volume and that kind of quality and those kind of people at at 
uh, right here in Harrisburg area. Hey, actually, you, you know what I want you to do? Um, everyone that has, everyone that's on, on our listener group, or not our, just, yeah, our listener group, and just in general, yeah. our listeners around wherever you are, um, get on our Facebook page. If you have Facebook, if not, I'm sorry. Um, actually, I'm not sorry. I hate Facebook, but if you're if you're listening now. And you have a hobby shop like Blue Ridge Hobbies, like we're really love, like what we're talking it's got, about. It's well stocked. It is just you would send anyone there if they ask for something. Like oh, you got to go what? check that place out. Get on our uh, post on our Facebook page for this week's show. It'll be pinned at the top of our page, and tell us what your your go to hobby shop is in your area, whatever that is tag them in the page whatever i just if that way people who are listening to us who aren't within an hour or two drive of blue ridge summit yeah if someone shares something in their area maybe there's a kick-ass hobby shop in in idaho yeah <laughs> but we're just making up i picked a city out of the air or a state out of the air um share where there's an awesome hobby shop near you is that way if there's any other listeners near you uh they can go check that place out too and, I, and I'm going to say it right here. That There's probably you know, none in Idaho. I'm just saying. If I go to a hobby shop and I go in there and there ain't shit in there, but like uh, a couple of lifelike trees that don't look real. And uh, well, they have to have that uh, roll uh, of, they have to have uh, that uh, roll of grass, the big roll of grass. Yeah. And the, 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 the three train sets and a box train sets, you know, the HO ones on the white box who makes them Bachman sitting up on the wall and, and they have, yeah, they, 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 yeah, that crap. And they have like a couple, you know, a couple different things in there. Maybe that's it. And a hobby knife. Okay. And that's all you got in there. And you call yourself a train shop. And I go in there, I guarantee you, I will never freaking come back ever again. You know, that'll be the end. And I'll, and, I, and anybody ever asks, I will not recommend them to go I, there. I, and there's a lot of them out there, Brett. I know. There's a lot of them out hey, there. I also, so, have, I also have one other thing. This, this is going back to- Take some pride in your shops. This, I have two things, actually. Um, one, I have something to say about the hobby shops that you said that the, the, it's always a guy that's in there. And he's, I'll like, order that shit online before I ever step back foot in a place like that and then order from them. I'm talking about. Oh, the, sorry. I'm, I'm, talk, I'm still. I'm now. I'm raging. I know you're mad, but I'm going to go on a rant too. But I'm going to. I'm going to tone down your previous. I got a couple rant. rants tonight, but okay. All go right. Ahead. So, so the hobby shop that you said you go into, where they always follow you around. <sighs> that's a couple of them. So I have a theory on this. Yeah. It's usually the kind of shop that doesn't get a lot of business. Yeah. And and. Maybe because they follow people around, but it, but I have a theory on why they follow you around. Why? It's probably because they're slower shop. They're yeah. they're probably bored. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I think no. I signed it. That ain't it. It's like it's like if you go into the inner city of a very nice, a uh, very big city, and you go into a convenience store in there, and the guy is in there, and he hawks you over the store because he thinks you're gonna walk out with everything under your coat. That's what it is. That's the feeling I get when I go into some of these shops, you know? And so um, it, the ones I mentioned here, I do not get that feeling at, at, at the ones we mentioned on here already. I ever do that. And the only reason I go to those is because I don't feel that way and because they do have good stock. And I'm not saying you need to have everything under the sun. I understand you can't, you can't literally carry everything that's available 
in the hobby who could, you know, these people can't do it either, but have the, have the good stuff, have them have a selection, you know, or something, you know, that's, yeah. you, you gotta have, you know, I understand it. You, you, you might get stuck with some stuff. I understand that. That comes with retail. Okay. But, but damn, man, make it worth my while to drive there. I ain't gonna go in the store and have, have go. Oh, I don't have it, but I can get it. I'll get it from the Walmart. As soon as it comes in from Walmart's, oh, uh, here's a catalog. You can go through it. You can look through it. You can pick out the thing you want, and then I'll call you next week if it comes in. If it comes in, you know they're behind because shipping's really slow right now, which is bullshit, by the way. And yeah, you know, you'll and you'll have and I'll have it. You can come down and pick it up. You can drive the other half hour home now without it, and you can come back another half hour, uh, a half hour drive next week, and then go back another half hour. You know what? Till I do that and burn that much gas, I'll buy it from Walmart's myself, and the shipping charges alone won't cost what the goddamn gas costs. How's that for a rant? I, I'm speechless. There you go. But I, so, I mean, I agree. So, anyways, all right. Woo! What's up next? Sipping the beer. Um, up next. Uh, I'm like I said. I, I didn't finish my diorama. I'm gonna work on the diorama. I'm gonna put the carve it, put the rock in. The, yeah, of course the 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 water, the stream coming down through out of the spillway and into the river, and then of course uh, you know your bushes and scenery and that kind of stuff, trees and such. I'm really looking forward to that. I haven't done this in a long time, and I want to be able to do it. I'm gonna have to come down to your place at some point in the next week here and pick stuff up that we have just so I can start working on this part. And, um, you know, uh, you know, the scenery stuff that we were talking about, the, the greeneries and vegetation and things. And then, um, I'm really, really excited about that because it's been a long time. It's been a lot of building and building and building. And now I want to do some scenery stuff. And it's kind of cool that I have this big section and I'll be able to do it on the work. If not, not if I don't have room here on the workbench, I'm thinking about taking it out to to the one table in the in the uh, uh, kitchen table and just sitting out there and uh, just sitting out there, maybe flip the TV on and just go to town, you know? Yeah. Make it work. I'm I'm excited about it. So that's what's coming up with me. Um, as for any tips for the week, you have any tips for the week? Um, I yeah, I have a tip for the week. Uh, we might have talked about... I don't know, dude. This is 177 episodes, so I don't know if I've talked about this before or not. I got a new one, but you go ahead. Um, save every piece of acetate. Oh, yeah, that yeah. you ever have. Every scrap, everything. Um, because, for two reasons. One, inevitably, you're going to get a kit that is missing the acetate. For sometimes right. a craftsman kit. And you know what? I don't blame the kit manufacturers for this one. You know why? Because I lose acetate. The damn stuff is impossible to see when you misplaced it. Right, it's see-through. You have you ever missed? Have you ever set it down and you're like, all right, this is the spot I'm gonna put it. Yeah. And then you're like, 20 minutes later, you're like, where'd I put that acetate? Yeah. And you and you spend 20 minutes looking for it, and then realize it's like right under. It was right. It was like right beside your hand the whole time. Yep. Or, or God forbid, you drop a piece on the floor, and then oh. shit, there goes your whole evening. Yep. <laughs> I'd rather drop. Yeah, a, I've been doing that a lot lately. I, I would rather drop. Or what? I would rather drop one of these tiny little um, cast metal wrenches I have, or hammers from a tool bench I'm working on, 
than drop a piece of acetate on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, and and the thing is, acetate don't care if you have a messy floor or a clean floor. It's gonna blend in no matter where you drop it. It does. It so does. Save your acetate. I was doing that just in this last build. I needed to put acetate on for the windows, and I sat it down. It comes with the acetate for the uh, for these Foscal kits. He he has laser cut acetate to match up each window. Inevitably. Yeah. If you put, if you're doing money, many, many, many windows, you're gonna, bo- you're gonna booger up a couple of them, okay? You know, get some kind of glue smeared on them. It doesn't look right anymore. And you try and clean it off, and you end up rubbing it and making it even worse somehow. And I've had to cut my own, okay? So, but anyways, I'll sit them on my, I'll sit them on those uh, cutting mat, and I'll be working, and I'm like, okay, I had it all ready, and now where the hell is it? You know, where is it? And I'm like searching everywhere. I'm on the floor with a flashlight looking all over the floor. Okay. I'll spend 20, 25 minutes and I'll come back up to my chair and I'm sitting there and I'm pissed off and I'm ready to dig out a sheet of acetate Mm -hmm. and cut it myself because I have like a whole packet I get over at, um, and I'll tell you guys what that is too in just a moment. But, uh, and then I, um, and I cut a piece and I cut the piece and I go to put it down on my, on my cutting mat and right next to it. Is the piece I had? It was there all along. Yeah. Because it's like you say, it's clear. Yeah. So what I do when I go on, what I do, let me go get that out here. It's Millar sheeting. It's four ninety nine. You can get it at uh, it's point uh, oh seven or something like that. Millar and they have a, I think they have two two or three different thicknesses. It's in a sheet Is this the about overhead projector slide sheets. No, nah. no, nah, this is uh, just in, in the hobby. I don't know what the hell section it's in. Okay. Uh, it's where they have, it's the same place where they have like uh, the scratch building wire and things like oh, that yeah. in the modeling section. Yeah. Okay. And it has Millar sheets and they're clear, uh, not Millar, they're, they're, they're actually acetate kind of, and they're, they're completely clear. They may be a little thicker than your normal window, not that much though. And you get four sheets and it's four ninety nine. But they're huge. They're eight and a half by eleven sheets. So, I mean, I have well, maybe eight by eleven. Okay, mm-hmm. but they're but they're they're that size. You know how many damn windows you can get out of one sheet of them? So um, it's perfect 20. for when you. It's perfect because I like to sometimes just cut a big giant slice and cover like three or four oh windows at one time. I know, I know, I've done it. it. It's such a. It's like a I'm nice. I'm not gonna cut individual windows that's out. A nice and if people cheat. look at it and go, oh, you know. If you look at it, the one. If you look at it, it doesn't completely go flush against the back of the million millions. And I'm like millions. And back them behind the millions. And I'm like bullshit. You know. And if they're down there that close with their freaking face. So I'll, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I've never put a piece of acetate directly against the um, the windows. I have, but it's not like. I, sometimes maybe, it, actually, sometimes I can't say it naturally I, just goes against I it. can't say I haven't because if it's the laser cut yeah. acetate, it fits in perfectly, yeah. it works. I will only ever put acetate directly against the panes of the window yeah. when the millions or whatever you called it, uh, yeah. when it's laser cut. Right. If it's easy for me, I'll put it in where it's supposed to go. Otherwise, well, sometimes I put it on the wood. Just, sometimes naturally the, the millions from the window frame – actually are flush with yeah. the wood. 
So it works out fine. And then here's the thing. I will hold it up and look at it. If it looks like it's ungodly uh, distance from that. Wow. But, yeah. if it, but if it doesn't, nah, I ain't, made, I ain't doing that. And they'll go, oh, well, that's not modeling. You know what? It saved me a shitload of time. And I can move on to something and get more productivity out of it. You know? Nobody's going to look that close. And if they do, you know, whatever. I'm just going to laugh at them if they say something on my mind. No one's going to look that close because uh, exactly. they're not in our basement. Right. For, for Exactly. And you can't tell. I put models out there online and people aren't going, oh, well, you know, you can't tell. You can tell. You can't. Hey, I want to talk about that real quick. I want to talk about this real quick. Yeah. So, Dave Kruzwick shared a post, and it was actually pretty awesome. Um, Oh, I read that. Yeah. Dave, if you're listening, it's a shout out to you. I agree with everything on it, but go ahead. um, This is not a tip. It kind of is a tip. You know, it is a tip. It's a modeling tip. Yep. Um,. There's a lot of people who, and this is this is not my words, and this is not verbatim, but there's a lot of people who seem to have been posting a lot recently, and they're like, they're just, I'm going to just say they're like like whores. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, whatever. Hey, some people just like stuff. We do it on our own pages, but we don't do it on every single yeah, page out there. So every group. I want to talk about like that. that, and I want to yeah. I want to encourage people in the, our overtime at the bench uh, group listener group that we have. Right. I want to encourage people to kindly, kindly, I reinforce that word, kindly share critiques if they ask for it, if the people ask for it. Right. I think that's such a cool thing, and it. Something I didn't think about before, because I'll blindly post stuff. And listen, I don't post stuff to get a bunch of likes. No. Sometimes I'm just at my bench, and I'm like, yeah, that's kind of neat. And I take a picture of it, and I'll pop it up. Just share it with other people for inspiration. Or Yeah, or just like, hey, here's what I'm working on, like, whatever. Uh, You know, but but I think it's cool. It's a cool concept, and I'm going to, in the overtime at the bench group and all of our overtime listeners... I'm going to encourage us all and myself to post things and ask for ideas or critiques on things. Yeah. Because sometimes you get, and this is with anything, whether you work in, you're working on a hobby or you're working on something for your professional career or whatever, sometimes you get blinded by your own work and you think, oh, that's good. That's, that's great. I'm going to, I'm done. But then like an outside influence looks at it who has no, they weren't looking at it and staring at it for hours on end. And they might see something that you didn't or find a way to make something look more realistic or, or better or whatever. And, um, I'm going to challenge everyone that's listening now, a, to join the overtime at the group overtime at the bench group. And B, if you already are in there, ask for a critique. And then I also yeah. challenge our listeners to critique with value, not just in class. Yeah, class, but critique with some value. Don't just say like, "Oh, you could do better on your windows," or "You could do better on your shingling," or whatever weathering. Right. Offer something. So, like, don't critique it if you haven't gone down that road, and you know can't offer something of value. 
You don't critique it and go, oh, you're. You I know, wouldn't you're, critique you're, somebody you're, on how to your web. Your siding looks like shit. Yeah, you know your your roofing look, you know, looks like shit. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. Cri- I wouldn't critique somebody. Do that, we're gonna kick you out. I wouldn't critique somebody on how they weathered a box car because I don't. Right. I'm not. That's. I don't. I've not done that. I'm. I've no. I don't have experience in that. But you know, I like to paint people. Right. Uh, not many people do. So if I see saw someone painting a person and I had an idea, like, hey, next time try. Uh, Right. Whatever. Try different tones, or try to uh, add a little bit of light dusting to those people, because right. it, it 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 sometimes like when you paint a person, you might paint their shirt red, and right. it's too red. So if you du- if you add a little white dust or uh, weathering pigment to them, right. just a light a little bit, then it'll tone them down. And I've actually even dipped people in uh, ink wash. Yeah. To uh, bring out like I've a- had not good luck with that. To bring out like their facial features and stuff. I've had bad luck doing that. So I'm just saying, I'm not going yeah. down the route of talking no, 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 about I, paying I, I, people. I, 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 but I, I, like, yeah. but like, I'm going to challenge people in our group to ask for for, for critiques. And then the people yeah. who are in our group, or if you find yourself wanting to join our overtime at the bench Facebook group, offer critiques of value. Yes. So I I think it'd be a fun exercise to try on our group. So the yeah. next time I post something uh, of like a build I'm working on, or I do I post right. a picture of the roads or whatever, I I'm okay with it as long as people aren't you know just saying like oh your road looks unrealistic or whatever yeah. like say hey you know next time try this or go back over it and and do that. Um, I think it'd be awesome for our whole group to kind of support each other like that. <clears throat> you know what I can't stand to see. I I I can't wait. <laughs> What's <laughs> 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 <So, laughs> Yeah, you're 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 like sitting over there going, uh oh. But when somebody puts some something up there, like uh, something they built or whatever, don't like your own shit. Oh, don't hit your own like button. If you do, I'm not gonna comment. It could be beautiful, but if you put like on your own damn post. I'm gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna answer your. I'm not gonna put a comment on. No. So I've if done I that. I see your name on it, and I've already gone to certain people's posts and see, and they're they're out there, and they put they put a like on their own freaking pictures, and I'm like, are you kidding me right now? There, there's their name. It's on, especially on the main front picture, you know, the actual main post, not the individual pictures. And I'm like, oh my god, that person liked their own p- post. They liked their own post. How pompous bullshit is that? So right? I've 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 actually done that by accident because yeah, some, and I can see where that may sometimes, happen. By sometimes, sometimes, not every time. Sometimes I will post as the page. Yeah. And then I or you'll post something. I'm sorry. Yeah. You'll post something on our page. Oh, and you'll go in as Wiley's. And, and then you. I'll like it, and it'll show up that Wiley Skill Modeling liked our own picture. Yeah, and, I, and yeah. I, I'm and like, oh shoot, hard to avoid. I gotta yeah, undo yeah, it. Yeah, with two of us. But uh, you know, I, I I try to I try to be wary of that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I agree. That's kind of weird. But you know, anyway, <laughs> hey, to each their own. And if, and look, if you're building if you're building something, and you're doing something, uh, and you build it and you're showing it to us. I, I don't give a shit about what company, what company you get your shit from and you build your stuff from. Don't, don't, I don't want to see pictures of of the of the company label on it. You know, just build it, build it and share it with us, right? Yeah, I've tagged the manufacturers and stuff. That's fine. 
Okay. All yeah, right. no, no, no. I get that. When you where you bought it from. Yeah, I can understand that. But yeah, never mind. Anyways, all right. Let's move on. We're going dark here. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh did you have a tip, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. We're all over the place tonight. What right? do you got next? I do have a tip. All right. I do have a tip. Okay, so I went out last week, right? I have this big drawer. It's full of, it's, and you probably have one too. Uh, it is full of scale lumber pieces. Um, you know, strip, strip, uh, strip wood. Yeah. You know, two by fours, two by ones, two uh, two by ones, two by sixes, two by eights, two by twelves, two by tens. I got all them. Okay, and I got hundreds of them, right? I got piles and piles of different size strip wood. Okay. Some that are real, real big and thick. Some that are, you know, you know, you can go over to um, Hobby Lobby and they have the strip wood in like two and three foot sections. Mm -hmm. And you get like three or four strips for, or five strips or whatever for, uh, um, you know, two or three dollars. Right. So if I go to the store and with Lisa and she's getting something, you know, like her sewing stuff or material or something, or if I just go over there for whatever myself, I, I if I get something, I usually try and grab one of those. Just usually one by eight or oh, sorry, two by, um, two by. No, sorry about that. Um, usually uh, the one quarter inch square or the one sixteenth square. Yeah. Uh, or one eight square, um, not so much quarter inch square, right? But one eighth and one sixteenth uh, for trim work, uh, for the corner trims, for yeah, whatever. I got stacks of this stuff, right? I go into my drawer the other week, and I'm like, I was pulling out one strip at a time, and then I take a stain and I lay it down on a paper towel and I'd stain a couple strips, whatever I needed at the point. Then I gotta wait for the damn strips to dry because they're stained, you know, with the India ink wash and and whatever, you know, India ink and and uh, and uh, alcohol, mm-hmm. the A and I. So um, I put the A and I wash in. And I, I, I start well, I, I with a paintbrush. I'm going over it or do a couple strips or I dunk them into the into one little vial of stuff I have, and uh, and I pull over a bottle and I pull them out and then that's it, you know. And I do my model and that's whatever. And then the next thing you know, I reach the next step and I got to do some more. So I go over and I got another couple. Now slow me down, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, every one of these damn strip woods has got to be stained at some point, it, it, the way I do it, okay. So, I went over to Michael's, and I got this finger paint tray in the <laughs> child craft section. It is made by Creatology. It cost me $7.99, but I had a 20% off coupon, so I didn't pay that much. Okay. And I had, um, and remember, again, we talked about coupons. So use them up. Use them up. But I got this tray, and it's about, let's see, it's a... It's an inch and a half deep. It's got handles on each side, which is fine. Lay it on a flat, steady surface. Put some kind of paper underneath it. Pour in your A&I wash into this about maybe three-quarter inch deep. Okay? And just start dropping all that strip wood in and let it soak in there for about, I don't know, not long. Ten minutes. Tops. Mm -hmm. Okay? Get a a pair of... uh, 
tweezers or some kind of something you could pick them up with and pull them out or use your fingertips. I, I used to sometimes just go in and grab them. I don't give a shit if I get this stuff on my fingers, whatever. It's just alcohol. Mm-hmm. And you get them out and sit them on a paper towel and just let them dry and do them all. Okay. So that way, all your strip wood is done. You get a new kit, you open up a new kit, it's got a pile of strip wood, pour a little of that stuff in your tray, lower the, all the strip wood in, and it's done at the beginning of the, of the build. And then when you're done and you pull them out, you take the you take the ink, the ink wash and you pour it back into the bottle, and then you go rinse out the, the tray. It's plastic. Very easy to clean. And now you're... Now your strip wood is always staying and ready for you to do the paint work on them, you know? Now, obviously, you may want to keep some some unstained because you may have other – you might need wood that uh, was not stained beforehand. I don't know, you know what instance you may have to do that, but that's that's fine. Do what you want, but make sure you, it's always ready when you need it. Um, just a thought, and it's something new I'm doing. So now my entire drawer is all stained wood. That's awesome. Yeah. Sweet. So, uh, ba, 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 ba. what do you got? That's it. I'll save the other ones for next week. All right. You want to do questions? Uh, we may have a guest next time. All right. All right. So just put that on. We may have a guest. Sounds good. So just, uh, uh, just, just letting you all know. I'm, I'm ready. Um, but, um, so I did have a beef, and I'm going to save that for the next show because it's going to be a beef that um, a, I don't want people to take it the wrong way, so i got to figure out how to uh, <laughs> word it So it's because uh, it's going to involve some of you train people. So, oh, no. Um, yeah, we'll, uh, so, and and not, not, not making fun of trains or anything. It's just going to – it's probably going to anger some of you train people. Oh, boy. But it's a question. Okay. Um, and then uh, I have to – I'm going to talk about – uh, next week, I want to talk about buying, uh, going to the store. Well, I'll talk about it now. Go for it. Go to the store, like, like let's just say Hobby Lobby or Michael's, for example, or wherever. And you're going, yeah, you know what? I could use that. I could use one of them. I could use one of these. Blah, blah, blah. I think I'm low on that. I'm out of that. And then you come back, and you already have it. And it's in a drawer. It's brand new. And now you got another one. Buying shit. You don't need that you already have. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you do that? All the time. And then you're like, oh, my God. I didn't use it the last time I bought it. I thought I needed it. Now I got two of them. And so now I got all this stuff. Not that I'm never going to use it. I may use it. But I made this mistake the other night whenever, you know, it's it's the end of school season, right? Yeah. Uh, start The school season started. I mean, not the end. And now there's stores I'll have this stuff back to school. Everybody's going back to school. So I was in there. I was like, you know what? Elmer's glue. They had three three containers of Elmer's glue, and it's you know in a, in a package. Um, you get, it's, a, it's like a blister pack. It has three bottles. What size are those? Which, by the uh, way, blister yeah. pack is the worst yeah. name for that type of packaging. Yeah. Well, like, ugh, anyways, ugh, it's what it's blister. Plastic. Come on yeah. over and pop my blisters. It's just seven point six two five ounce. <laughs> Elmer's glue, right? So it was three to a bo- three bottles to the package, and it was like it was like four dollars. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, that's great, right? So I grabbed it. I got home today, and I forgot. I've got 
one of those big giant jugs full of that Elmer's glue. Oh yeah. Sitting down here in this one utility cart. It's like brand new. And I haven't even opened it. And I how many is in that? Let's see. A lot. Thirty two ounces. So right there is more glue that's in all three of those bottles. And I haven't even used it. Oh, you got enough forever now. So and then I'm like, you know what? I gotta stop doing this. Yeah. Before I go and buy anything, I'm going to now start making a list of things before I leave the house. And this is this is what I would absolutely have to have mm-hmm. okay, if I need anything at all. Okay, If I go to the store and I absolutely don't need the thing and I don't know if I don't need it, I'm going to start leaving it there because I'm not going to come home. I did that the other week with uh, – I, I, I dry brush to bring out highlights with uh, crack, uh, Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel Pete. <laughs> <laughs> cracker Barrel Pete. I get it at the Cracker Barrel store right next to the, to the grape jelly. Okay. So you get it next uh, to that uh, that giant <laughs> that giant uh, checkerboard mat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, the apple barrel. The apple barrel paint. And they, I use their antique white, right? So I go to the store. And I buy, you know, I think I'm out, I'm getting low on the one bottle. Okay. And I was, and I was like, you know what? I'm getting low on that bottle. I better go get the you know, good store. So I'm there at the store. I'm like, oh, well, I'll just grab two bottles. They're not really expensive. So I grab two bottles and I put it in the bag. I come home and I open up my paint drawer where I keep all the other hundred bottles of paint and I'll go to put it in. I have them in the drawers by color and I'm like, oh shit. There's three unopened bottles of this stuff already in the drawer. So hmm. now I got five bottles of this. You may be getting one, by the way, or two. Oh, great. But uh, anyhow, now I feel like an idiot because I get home and I'm like, oh, my God. I, not this much. I spent $2.25 or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't have to. You know, that's, that's a, that's a uh, sadly, that's a freaking Reese's peanut butter cup. But, you know, yeah, hey. I can, that's, that's ridiculous. But um, anyhow, it's uh, so I'm going to stop buying uh, stupid stuff that I already think I have, but I don't know. And then I buy it, and then I'm going to stop doing that. You know, just uh, buy as I need, or buy when I know I'm completely out. So that's a good idea. Is, it's, I'm, I'm starting to get overloaded with with stuff. Yeah, you know. Or you go to the store and you go, "Oh, that's a neat." kind of storage container i can put little things in it right so you pick it up and you bring it home and, you, and i have you never use that it. and yeah it's still sitting on the shelf it's brand new i've done so that what am i gonna do with these things you know now that i'm gonna be painting more detailed parts uh, maybe they'll be useful but the problem with some of that stuff is then you don't have you don't know what to put in it yeah well you buy storage stuff to put stuff in right you don't know what you, you don't know what to put in it and then you don't have any room for the storage containers, you need storage room to put your storage containers. Right. And you run out. Yeah. Or do you ever exactly. have do you ever have anxiety of of like What's wrong with us modelers? Did you ever have the anxiety of like, well, what am I gonna put in it? Well, if I if I put that in it, then what if I wanna put something else in it later? And yeah. then you're like, Well, I don't know, I wanna wait till I find the right thing to put in it. And then you never put anything in it. Right, right. It just sits there. Yeah. Cause you're like, I gotta yep. put the perfect thing in it. And then you How about you, you just put what you want in there? And then when you're ready and you need to put something else in there and you, you know, dump it out and put that shit in. Yeah. I don't know. Anyhow, so uh, that's it on that. The perils of storage containers. Right, right. Music. What's your music? Oh, man, you threw me for a loop there. I wasn't ready ah. for that one. 
Uh, music. Let's see what I got new here. What I've been into lately. I've been listening to uh, Bubba's, uh, Colt, Colt Ford. Colt Ford? And wow. I, I said Bubba Sparks because he did a song with Bubba Sparks, but uh, I just popped Colt up. Colt Ford my... did a song with Bubba Sparks? Yeah, dude. Okay. I've been listening to Colt Ford this week. I don't know why. I've just yeah. been in this mood for Colt Ford. I've also wow. been listening to a song by Migos. Yeah. Uh, called Skip I don't know who that is. Skip at the Flippa. Oh. Uh, OKC. Okay. I think I sent it to you. It's uh, It's like, my. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it PG. Uh, yeah. My girl go so hard, we call her Oklahoma. And then it's like, Oklahoma sooner, Oklahoma sooner. You never said that to me. I sent you it to send you. It to me. No. I sent it to you. Anyways. No. It's not about the Oklahoma Sooners specifically, but it's talking about all these things that, quote unquote, go hard. Like, like, oh, that's badass. So it's Oklahoma Sooner. Gotcha, gotcha. I swear, I know I sent it to you. Well, send it to me again. I'm going to do it right now so I don't forget. Uh, So that's what I've been listening to. Okay, I was listening to some different groups I haven't listened to before, Falling in Reverse. Oh yeah! Uh, oh yeah! Solvents uh, and uh, um, Blackstone, a whole Blackstone Cherry stuff. Um, it, it, I the Me and Mary Jane song is pretty good. What's the name of that but, song I, I sent you? Uh, I like that Falling in Reverse. Parkway Drive's another one. So these are some new I ones. I prevail. Listen to. Body, oh, I have that that bad, body bag song. Oh, body bag. Oh yeah, and they have bad things as well. As that man, group. that those two songs will make you just want to like, yeah, run yeah. through your house, like run through your, your the front door. To the yeah, I was listening to a little limp biscuit. When you use wise to gold go cobra. Yeah, world, hang on, hang on. Gold cobra is one of something's okay. going on. Personal right shoppers just as picky as you. You already sent something to me. My computer started playing an ad. What about Soulfly? You like Soulfly? I eh. eh. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, to each your own. I can see where it, it's not for everybody. It's not yeah. my thing. Slipknot? I, uh, dude, I love Slipknot. Yeah, psychosocial. Wow. I got to be in the mood for Slipknot, though. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, right okay. now I'm not in that mood. Yeah. But, like, you catch me on the wrong week and I got Slipknot on. Yeah. It's, it's a week. It's a hell of a week if I got Slipknot on. <laughs> They're no. just so... They're, they're, like... There, that's a band that, that's a band that like, if you listen to them too much, yeah, you like start getting like ah, uh, like a little, a little aggressive, <laughs> like a little dark. Yeah, but yeah. You got, you got to take Slipknot uh, yeah. in, in small doses, I think. Same with Corn. After a while, I don't think Corn's that hard. No, nah, they're just weird. They're just I weird. like them. Yeah, I like Corn. Uh, I put on that. I put Corn up there with System of a Down, where like, yeah. You listen to a bunch of corn albums in a row or System of a Down albums in a row, and and you're not really gonna be like, right? Yeah, you're not gonna be angry or like right. it's not gonna sure. change your mood. But you listen to Rage Against the Machine for too long, yep. And you listen to Slipknot for too long, you're gonna like you, especially Rage Against the Machine, man. You listen to Rage Against the Machine, you're gonna be against everything for too long, and you and you actually listen to the lyrics of it, you're gonna be like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. you know. F you, I won't do what you tell me. Like, it, yeah, you know, it yeah. gets to you. It gets you, like, in a mood. Yeah, it does. It but, does. uh, yeah. Well. So that's where the music's at. All right. So now we're going to slip away. A slip away. From uh, modeling. All right, you are reading the questions. Step into 
Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Wait, what were you going to step into? Well, I was going to step into football. Oh, all right. Well, let's do that next. Okay, let's do the questions. There's not many because I put it up late tonight. All right. Let's do the let's do the questions and then we'll wrap up with sports. Last I looked, there's only two questions. How many we got now? And you, you can tell your chip story. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, you people, you want to hang on for the chip story? I still don't feel right. Did you find it? What? The questions. No, I, I didn't post them. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to read them this time. I will. I will. Shit, hold on. I wasn't ready for this. I should have been ready. Poor preparation for this podcast today. Oh, boy. What the hell? Well, overtime in the bench. There's that build. Matthew Hankins. Nice, by the way. All right, here we go. We got two comments, so it won't take long. John uh, asks, not a question, just wanted to say awesome progress on the Atlas Gorge kit. So thank you, Ron. I pre- uh, John, I appreciate that very much. Uh, I've, been, I've been having a lot of fun with that. Our next one will be Ron. That's why I said Ron. Um, Ron asks, how's Brett feeling today after his adventure last night? Oh, boy. All right. So here we go. All right. This is so, the last question, so this is perfect. Here's the chip story. All right. So I've heard about this chip. It's hilarious. I've heard about this chip now for a couple years. Every year, this company called Pocky puts out um, a chip challenge. It's called the One Chip Challenge. And uh, now, is it like a potato chip? I'm gonna get there. Okay, <laughs> it's one chip, okay. so it's seven or eight dollars. I got it on Amazon. It's like seven ninety nine, eight bucks, whatever. Okay. Uh, wow, for one chip. Yeah. Okay. But you know what though? The whole experience was worth eight dollars. <laughs> eight dollars. Uh, if you say so, go ahead. So anyway, well, I like hot stuff, and and I know, I know, I know all right, you do. All right, so let me back that up a little bit. I eat really hot stuff like i can crazy crazy hot stuff my i was talking to my dad last week i made some wings i made homemade wings which for our first football game of the year for oklahoma and uh you know i I couldn't feel my face my tongue (laughs) or my lips for the next for the rest of the game and i'm sitting there eating them like it was good i (laughs) i I ate a pile of them well once you once you get over the initial burn they taste good four of them you don't feel your face so they did keep Okay, so they had a good flavor, though. Will you admit yeah. that? Yes, they, were, they did. They were, and they tasted good at first. For about they were, they were sneaky hot. Seconds. They were sneaky hot. Yeah, because because they, I, I put like a cup of honey in. The, I made a homemade sauce. I put a cup of honey in them. Right. Uh, a bunch of Franks, and Franks isn't really a big deal for spiciness. It's yeah, from, but when you said Fra- well, he's, you go ahead. So, anyways, uh, I my, my level of spiciness. Because I've been eating a lot, I've been eating a lot of hot, hot foods yeah. over the last few years, and they've been getting hotter. So, I, like my tolerance level is much higher. Um, I have a high tolerance for heat. So I thought, anyways. So these, the, I made these wings last week. Um, they were hot. 
um, whatever. They were good, though. And, they were good. I'm not going to say they weren't good. I enjoyed them. I had a bunch. Yeah. So. And you didn't have many left. But. No, no. When I came home, there was only like maybe eight or ten left, and I ate them when yeah. I got home. So Right. Um, but anyways, so I like really spicy stuff. And uh, um, a friend of mine who I knew from high school, high school uh, not I didn't know this till like a week ago, but he's also really into really spicy stuff. And I saw him eating this one chip challenge, which I've wanted to eat now for a couple years. I've just never really thought about like, oh, I should buy that. I've always just been like, oh, that, that'd be fun to try. But then that was like the end of the thought. Right. So I saw my buddy eating one, Dan. He he ate it. And his wife recorded it or his friend recorded it. They put it on Facebook. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm watching it and I go, <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So I got on Amazon. I ordered the chip, the Pocky one chip challenge. And I'm going to read as I talk about this i'm gonna read the packaging to you guys um because it's obscene here we go all right pocky one chip challenge it is reaper pepper and scorpion pepper on the on the chip right so you open it up and there's a warning do not eat if you're sensitive to spicy foods allergic peppers nightshades capsaicin or are pregnant or have any medical conditions it doesn't even say like if you have heart issues, or it just says, if you have any medical conditions, don't That's eat anything. this chip. <laughs> That's anything. If you have breathing yeah. issues, whatever, yeah, if, you, if you need you, to avoid this. If you got a wart on right. your foot, don't eat this chip. <laughs> like right. it's right. It, exactly. it covers everything, head to toe. Yeah. Um, keep out of reach of children. After touching the chip, wash your hands. Do not touch your face or your eyes or any other sensitive or areas. Yeah. So, like, don't go take a leak if you touch this chip. Yeah. Because... Right. You're gonna have a you're gonna have a, a, a hot pack. Bad, bad time. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then seek medical assistance should you experience any difficulty breathing, chest pains, or fainting, or extended oh nausea. Oh my god. So I'm like, all right, well whatever. I'm gonna open it up. And then uh, as you open it, there's more warnings, obviously, because it's it's terrifying. It's uh, like you're going down that road, and the closer you get to it, it wants to keep warning you. Hey, yeah. are you sure about this? Yeah, are you like, sure don't about eat this, this chip. Yeah. Um, so, and there's some cool like tchotchkes. There's like a, uh, I, I crushed a one chip challenge sign they give you, and uh, right. some other things in there. And then, so cool. So the rules are: last as long as you can before you drink or eat anything, but you got to eat the chip. The whole well chip. Well marketed, by the way. What? Oh, the well marketing marketed. behind this thing is yeah. awesome. So I'm in. I'm in marketing. That's my main yeah. job. So I actually saved because I'm a geek for this kind of stuff. I saved all the packaging for it because the packaging and the way they built the whole experience with it is like, it's yeah. genius. So yeah. I kind of want to get it next year because I'm more intrigued about the packaging. Like it's, it's like a whole story. It leads you into it. So anyways, it's awesome. They do an awesome job marketing their stuff. And actually they do such a good job marketing it that after you eat this damn chip, they throw in a coupon <laughs> they throw in a coupon for a free bag of ghost pepper chips when you're done. Oh my god! Like, hey, yeah, you just suffered. Go get a free bag of ghost pepper chips when you're done, because you haven't had anything else hot to eat. <laughs> so whatever. Anyways, uh, but they're not as hot, right? I don't know. I haven't tried them yet. Uh, but um, I will. But anyways, so uh, I told myself I'm gonna eat this chip, and and I want to last. F- they have a chart. One minute you're powerless, 
10 minutes without eating or drinking anything, you're powerful. 30 minutes, you're supercharged. One hour, you're invincible. And I'm like, well, I don't want to wait 10 minutes. I'm going to go five. So I'm like, five minutes, that gives you the experience, and then you go. So I ate the chip. You open up the chip, first of all. It's a corn chip, like a big Dorito, right? Yeah. And this chip is the biggest chip I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> this thing's as big as my palm. It's a big chip. Oh, my God. And uh, and and it is... I saw the video of this. It's okay. also thick. The chip's thick, so it's like... Yes. It's like an eighth of an inch thick corn chip. It's not... It's ungodly thick. I don't know how they made this thing. So it's also coated in... <laughs> it, it looks like they coated it in that Linex bedliner spray that they put in pickup truck beds. Like it is thick, <laughs> and it is, it is like it looks pa- like the powder. It's just it's caked in in powder, oh which God. is the powder from the peppers. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So you, you 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 my whole thing was I'm not gonna touch it. So I opened it and I used the wrapper from the chip that I opened and I. To push, hold the chip. I hold the chip with the wrapper and put it in my mouth. And you the instant you put it in your mouth, it's like eating um it's like eating a absorball. Like if you have an oil spill in your warehouse. Yeah. It just all the moisture in your mouth is gone. Oh my god. <laughs> it just sucks all the moisture out. And <laughs> and then like about five seconds later, this overwhelming sense of oh, what the fuck did I just do? consumes your body and i know i don't say the f word much on this podcast but it just head to toe immediately is this sense of worry and you're like oh no (laughs) what what just happened so but you got you keep chewing it and uh and then about 10 seconds later uh i it feels like um it feels like uh the little boy bomb that they the that we set off in World War Two went off in your body. Right. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain. Uh, if you went to an active volcano and you um you know you you know you dunk your head in like a a cold shower to wake up. Yeah. Well, this is like you dunked your head in uh, active lava flow. Um, <laughs> For for whatever reason, <laughs> I then, watched the video of this, folks, and I seen it. What he went through. I was, I, my body was. I never hiccuped from eating hot stuff. I was hiccuping. You were instantly doing that, by the way. It was like I looked like a cat. Instantly. That, you ever? Hiccup. You know when your cat's got a hairball and yeah. they're like <laughs> in the corner of the room, like making that noise. I felt like that. You look like you look like about there were about eight or nine times I thought you were gonna just blow everything, man. So I will say, at no point did I feel like I was gonna get sick. Yeah, but you look like you were. Like, I, I I looked like it because I had yeah. uh, a, a a hiccup attack like I never had in my life. Right. Right. But I never felt nauseous. Um. <laughs> so you eat it, whatever. A minute goes so what's by. What you do is just suck the air out of you, or what? Like you. So yeah. Well, what happens is you chew it for like you know you chew it for ten seconds or twenty seconds. The yeah. heat start. The heat's there. You, you know. All right. This is pretty warm. Right. Um, but your mouth's so dry, it's hard to swallow it quick. Right, uh, and then what happens is you open your mouth and you take a breath of air, yeah. And then it's like that lava you just ate. Fire! It's like welcome to hell, and it just <laughs> absorbs your body, and uh, and then everything else from there is just a downward spiral of sweat and tears. Oh my god, it was so funny. Uh, <laughs> I felt 
But in another part of me, I was sitting there watching it going, why? Why Why would anybody do this ever? Well, I you mean, know? why would I run 100 miles? I like to see what... I, I, I often ask why on that one too, but go ahead. I'm, 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 I do, yep. I think it boils back to, I like to see what I can take. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like a, oh yeah, I ate the hottest pep. I ate the hottest chip, man. Like, I don't yeah. care about that. Yeah. I think it's fun to like, hey, what can my, what can you do? You want to push yourself. Like, what can your body do? So that's kind of why I eat hot stuff. <laughs> I think it's fun. But, um, so anyways, I'm, I'm sweating. I'm, my hair is wet. Like, I just got out of the pool. I'm crying. My daughter brings me goggles. And she's like, here, dad, I got you uh, goggles. I don't know why. Swimming goggles. And I was like, Evelyn, I'm like, I can't. If I put those goggles on, they're going to fill up because I'm I'm tearing up too much. I'm going to fill them up with tears. Why did she bring you goggles? She said, oh, I got you a prize. Because she's five. Yeah. She's like, I got you a prize for eating this chip. And it was a pair of swimming goggles. (laughs) And, uh, and, you know, at that point, I could honestly give two shits less what she was giving me because I was like uh, in my body was in like panic mode. Um, Right. But then the weird thing is, uh, well, first of all, I got through five minutes, which was like the five minutes felt like an hour and a half. Dude, you were shaking. I, my, your, your hands were shaking. Yeah, and they were numb. Like my hands yeah. got numb. But yeah. uh, you get through the five minutes, and then I drank a glass of milk, which yeah. I hate. I hate white milk. I hate yeah. white milk. I know you do. Um. I don't know why. It's just white milk. When, do you drink white milk? Yes, I like it. Oh, it leaves yeah, like yeah. it like makes me phlegmy, and then it, yeah, it does. It's yeah. Got a bad aftertaste. Like yeah. I never drank a <laughs> cup of milk and then sat around going, you know, my breath's pretty good right now. Like <laughs> you always feel like you got an asshole in your mouth when you drink white milk. It don't. It's just bad. Oh but, boy. I mean, I can't drink white milk. I can drink chocolate yeah. milk. Not white milk. But right. anyways, I drank the milk, and then like ten minutes later, it was gone. It was like coming down. I was almost gone off of the off the, off the heat. <laughs> so it was a quick ten minutes, and it was gone. Um, right. And uh, you know, I did it. I finished it. Uh, next year, I'll probably do it again. Yeah. And uh, that buddy of mine, I told you that I saw the video that. How long did he go? Five minutes. Okay. Okay. Um, but he actually messaged me, and he was saying. Uh, that next year, when they come out with the chip again next summer, we're gonna meet up. And uh, I haven't seen him since we graduated yeah. high school. And oh, he's wow. like, "Hey, he's like, yeah, we can meet up." I know who he is, Dan Knapp. Yeah. Oh, yep. well, yeah. Well, now everyone knows who he is. But uh, uh, yeah, my buddy Dan, he was like, "Hey, our wives could record it, and uh, uh, we'll do a we'll do like a dual chip challenge." <laughs> so uh, next year we'll uh, we'll probably meet up and. Uh, that was the craziest thing ever, man. Dude. Watching you do it. Oh my on the on the video. Uh, yeah, and the craziest and like, part I watched it this morning. I was like, oh my god, I, I can't believe you just did. I showed everybody at work. Everybody at work thinks you're nuts. <laughs> but um and then and then uh the craziest and worst part of it is that they don't talk about on the box is um the next morning <laughs> when yeah. you wake up and you have your coffee and you start your whole morning routine and then uh you know, coffee for me and a lot of Americans and people in general, um, your morning coffee starts the whole uh, bowel movement routine. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, uh, I'll i equate it to that Johnny Cash song, Ring of Fire. Where, oh, uh, God. You know, 
I think we stopped there. We, man. we won't go into any more details, but the Johnny oh Cash. God, I was gonna ask you about that, but I didn't know you were gonna use Ring of Fire as the uh, <laughs> description. That's the best. We'll that's the there. best description for it, and we'll leave it at that. As in, uh, my <laughs> my uh, my life was a Ring of Fire this morning. <laughs> but uh, uh, nah, it's all okay. good. I'll do it again. And actually, I was looking online, and they have the. Uh, the world's hottest gummy bear challenge. Oh my god! So uh, next up on my palette is gonna be the uh, world's hottest gummy bear. Oh my so, yeah, I didn't even know gummy bears were hot. Neither did so. I, but apparently, because Amazon knows I bought this, now they're sending me recommendations. Other hot stuff. Recommendations for on other ways to torture my body. So the power of uh, algorithms. Yeah, thanks, so, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, okay, well, let's move ahead now for uh, on the football. All right, so football, hot stuff, football. Well, current whatever we want to talk about. Currently, uh, UCF. Say, currently, UCF is up fourteen seven on Louisville over over Louisville. Louisville. Okay, and and let's just be honest. Louisville was only good one time when they had yeah. uh, when they had. Um, um, yeah, uh, the guys Lamar Jackson. Now. Lamar Jackson, yeah. Yeah. Who? Oh, no, he's with uh, he's Baltimore. He's with, yeah, he's with Baltimore. No, the Cleveland yep. guy, we're not going to go into him. That guy's right. yeah. that's a whole other mess. Right, right. He, that guy was hanging out at our Red Lake District too much, I think. Yep. But uh, and we won't go there. So, anyways, um, and then also Boise State's up 7 nothing on New Mexico, which, yeah, whatever. Yeah, not a big deal on that. Let me uh, pull up the top 25. All right. And yeah. I thought we'd go over the top 25 currently and just kind of kind of take a look at it. You go over to top 25, and then I'll say who they're playing this week. Okay, that works. All right. Let's do that. Let me uh, find the um, – so last week, Brett and I watched the Sooners play, of course, and, you know, you expected us to Can we to talk that. about that game, that game that in the stadium – with yeah. all the people there, the temperature registered 120 degrees. That's the craziest thing ever. Outside the stadium was like 105 or 106. Yeah. But they said inside with the sun beating down on the stands and all the people and everybody in the stadium, yeah. the thermometer topped out at 110. And they said they had a digital thermometer in there that said 120. That's the craziest like, ever. No. And it didn't go any higher. No, no was, they showed it on the TV. They're like, well, that's the highest that thermometer goes. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's 110. And we're going to be there in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So can't wait. I hope it's not like that when we're there. Now, if it's like the weather we had last time, that'd be perfect. Yeah. So, but Anyways, all right. Who's the top, top 25? Um, this is after game one. Is Alabama at one. Well, no, and no, I don't have no qualm with that whatsoever. What do you think, dude? They're uh, no they're, Alabama. How can you take them out of that or Georgia? Alabama, Alabama is one of two, and they can you can switch them up any way you want until somebody else comes in and proves me otherwise. Listen, they're, they're better. There's than, a lot of Bama haters yeah. in general, and I am not a Bama hater because no, but there's other Oklahoma people that are. There's well, not even college football people. Yeah, college football. Alabama is like the Patriots of right. college football. So yeah. first of all, I don't even hate the Patriots. No, I don't either. I don't. I I compare these two teams as equivalent in their own league. 
of play. They cheated. The Patriots cheated. Every team cheats. They, they just didn't get they caught. They won. They just won. No, they were good. But every team, ways hey, things, listen, man. They did it. Listen, every team bends the rules a yep. little, and sometimes you get caught, sometimes you don't. You want to whine like a little bitch, <laughs> then beat them. You so know? here's my Stop thing. Stop like a little bitch and beat the team. Here's my and thing, then, though. Guess what? Then you're then you can say whatever you want. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Alabama, just like the Patriots and Bill Belichick, maybe everyone hates Bill Belichick. Right. Uh, I don't hate either team because Bill Belichick and Nick Saban for Alabama right. are the same kind of person. They don't yeah. give two squats about right. what you think about their program, them, whatever. Like they are. I, I'm jealous. They're there. I'm They're, jealous. It's business. I'm jealous. It's, it's business. I'm jealous. Yep. Uh, but at the same time, like you. They're, until until they're de- de- dethroned, like how do you you can't right. do anything? even when Bama loses in the national championship game, you're never like oh this is downfall of Alabama, like right. oh shit Alabama's gonna be mad, and they're yeah. gonna come back just as strong next year, and then yeah. and they only usually lose to the team that they probably just beat in their conference championship, right? We're just Georgia at number two. Right. So, anyway, and Kirby Smart at Georgia is another one who, yeah. like, he finds a way to do it now, and he's, he's just a machine he's recruiting well. Yeah, right. So, and, anyways, and, right. and they they just played they just played Oregon and and spanked them. Man, they 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 pants they pants Oregon in front of the whole yes. country. Yeah, when you pants your I mean, when you when you pants somebody on the on the playground at school. That's what yep. George. That's what Georgia just did to Oregon. They pants the team that a lot of people were predicting to win that entire Pac-12 conference, uh, which you know makes you in wonder the first about game of the season. Which makes you wonder about the Pac-12, but right. eh, eh, that's another yeah. day. <laughs> but then, then we have Ohio State, and they played Notre Dame. Yep. Ohio State's now number three, and they beat Notre Dame, and it was a close one. What ten seven? And yeah, uh, and you know what? I like I like Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, I always have liked Ohio State, except when they play Oklahoma, because all yeah. the Big Ten hate everyone else. In the Big Ten hates them. That's why I like Ohio State. Yeah, I kind of like them too. They're like the bad boy. And, and Ryan likes and them Ryan Day because everybody everybody tries to beat them. And Ryan Day everybody wants to beat them. Ryan Day is a hell of a coach there, and yeah. uh, you know you can't. Man, that that's a program. Another great recruiting school. That's a program that's just built for the next five to ten years. Sure. And then, of course, that moves uh, Notre Dame. They didn't drop real, real far. They look good. Notre Dame looked good defensively. I thought they dropped they three solid. spots. Yeah, they dropped. They dropped down to what number eight? Uh, eight you know. Um, and then we have uh, Michigan. Uh, Michigan looked good as well. Uh, they yeah, had. A, I mean, they, they had their win, but you know, they, you know, it's it, you know, a lot of these teams were playing cream puffs <laughs> like we did. Like Oklahoma hey, you did. know what? One thing I will tell you. Yeah. Back on Ohio State. Yeah, At almost every year Ohio State in the first Play week, tough. in the first week or two of the season, yep, picks off a big one. Yep, and man, that takes some balls. Yep. Like that takes schedule somebody right out the gate. And you know what? It's a make or break move because they yeah. it could it could kill their season or it could put them up high. Yep. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Michigan, like I said, Michigan win there in four. Clemson at five. Um, they really only want, dropped one. Eh, they were at yeah, four. They eh. just kind of switched spots. And, yeah. Um, 
Texas A&M stayed right where they were at six. Oklahoma moved to number seven Boomer. from nine. Boomer, sir. Notre um, Dame. We moved from nine to seven, and so I was happy with that. But we only played. Not that Texas El Paso was bad. You Utah um, won. They won their bowl game last year. Yeah, they did, and they, their quarterback was good. I thought the quarterback last weekend was. Hey, he's good. Listen here, we're 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 pumping our team. We're we're pumping our own team here. Uh, be- but, because obviously it's our we're homers for Oklahoma, but, right? It's uh, our podcast. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but 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 still, like if you look at some of the other non-conference, maybe yeah. teams that were power fives not playing power fives last week, right? Oklahoma played a a bowl team last year who won their bowl, yeah, yeah. and they were like what I think they were seven and five last year, UTEP. So yeah, they I mean, awesome, but yeah, but but still, it's a bowl they, team. They were winning. It was a winning record. So. so and I mean, and and, now it's UTEP. So next year they could go. But uh, the quarterback last week, he looked good. I will say that. Right. He but, got they sacked him a few times. But, but then again, man, the kid's got a good release. It's also he's solid. He's hey, a good quarterback. It's UTEP. Smart. So next year they could go two and ten. So who knows? Right. Exactly. But Notre uh, Dame. we did Notre Dame, Baylor, um, USC you know, Baylor, is ten. Uh, we don't know. The jury's out on Baylor yet. We'll know. More on that, I think, this weekend for sure. And uh, who they, they play? play Colorado. They play. Uh, well, we're gonna see in a second. They played. They played BYU. Oh, they played BYU. Well, they played Albany. They played Albany. Yeah. All right, so nah, I don't know nah, about nah. Albany. Nah. And uh, they don't play at all. I don't think they, they play this week at all. Yeah, they play. Uh, they play. Yeah, um, they play BYU. BYU tomorrow. tomorrow. That'll be a good game. BYU's ranked number twenty-one. That'll be a nice matchup. So, but you Anyways. had that. All right, let's move on. Uh, Ten USC. I don't want to talk about them. Uh, yeah, we're not going there. Eleven is Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, you know, and yeah, uh, hey, yeah, you got the power of the mullet back there, and. Yeah, you know, they're good. Listen, pokes are going to be good. Or all, pokes are always they're tough. always good, and yep. and and listen they're always going to be a contender for that Big Twelve. Mike Gundy, Mike Gundy is going to be. He's a coach. He's going to be the coach there. Uh, he's going to be like uh, oh, Paterno forever. Paterno, and who was that guy for K State? Snyder. Oh yeah, 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 dude. Yep. Mike Gundy is never gonna leave Oklahoma State because that yeah. dude, that they school love him there, loves too. him. And even they if they do. have, even when they have a losing record, they love Mike Gundy. Yep. He is a yep. program dude, and they know that, and that's good. That's good for the and university. You know what? And Mike Gundy, as much as you and I make fun of Mike Gundy, and any Oklahoma fan makes fun of Mike Gundy, yeah, Mike Gundy is like, if he was my coach, I mean, love him too because he, yep. it's just. He's like a staple in college football. Yeah, uh, you know he's a risk taker too, big gambler. Yeah, dude. Every now and then you'll be like, <laughs> though, for some reason, Mike Gundy, it'll be like he'll be he'll only be up by like seven points, you know, in the third right. quarter, and all of a sudden they go for a two point conversion instead of a field goal. And you're like, why did you do and you're that? Like, what? And well, I, you didn't even need that. You yeah, all kinds of time. You don't need it. Yeah, and you're up. But like, and, then, and if it fails, he's like he just shrugs his shoulders. And everybody else is looking at him like, WTF? Yeah, well, right? and then in the interview, he'll be like, well, you know, we wanted to try something new. and uh, you, know, <laughs> eh, you know, Yeah, but why would you do that in the Texas-Oklahoma State game? Like, why right, would you do – he's not doing it against, uh, you know, uh, right. our, our, you know uh, against uh, – sure. uh, 
uh, I don't even know, uh, the Akron Zips. He's doing it against a big game. So answer me this next question on the next uh, on the on this rankings. Okay, so now we got number twelve Florida. Yeah, and number thirteen Utah. At the time last week, Utah was number seven. Seven. Uh, yeah, they were or seven. Five. They were seven. Well, they, no, they were five. Well, were sixteen. They? No, and they, they dropped seven. six spots. So okay, seven. so they're seven. Okay, so they were seven. They got beat by Florida. Okay, now it was a tight game. Don't get me wrong; it was definitely a tight game. And Florida they got wasn't beat by ranked. Florida. They weren't even ranked. Now Florida's ranked number twelve, <laughs> ahead of with well, only one ahead of the team they beat at thirteen. They dropped from seven to thirteen. Now I understand that Utah shouldn't be dropped that far, but they got beat by an unranked Florida team. So the jury's kind of still out on both the schools because Florida wasn't ranked to begin with. And now you got Florida. They didn't. They didn't just jump one to one to six spots like all these. Yeah, other but what were they do. last week? Hang yeah, on. Yeah, but they weren't even anything. They were. Well, no. Wait, wait. I'll tell you what they were last week. They were. Oh my God! One, two, three, four. Are they even in this? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. They were thirty-nine. Last... Yeah, right, thirty-nine. So you got twenty-seven spots <laughs> they dropped. <laughs> they were. I mean, I'm only they going twenty-seven at... spots. And I'm. I'm they were. They were ranked. Falling to twelfth place. They were ranked thirty-nine. They were ranked thirty-ninth based on. Um, uh, I call bullshit on that. Um, I'm I'm sorry. Well, the first year coach, no, nah, not yet. Well, they not, were right. They not, and, and not I'm 27 spots. And we're going at, we're going by that ranking because um, that's the number of votes they got. So when you go to the top 25, and I see what they did here. Yeah, go ahead. When you go to the top 25, past the top 25, they do show the top like uh, 10 or 12 schools or so uh, that got votes that weren't in the top 25. Right. So here's what they did. Utah's at seven. They get beat by a team that's not ranked at what thirty-nine, and then so they can't they can't drop them they can't drop them from seven out of the top twenty-five. Okay, so they drop them low. It's kind of like a mid-teens. Yeah, it's like and a, then they have to put Florida ahead of them because Florida beat them. Right. So they drop Florida way down. So five. they're just putting them but, like head to head right now. Yeah, and I and I don't like it. It's all going to obviously change as we get more and more games in. It's going to change this week. And we'll know the true story about Florida when they start playing the SEC. So we'll know more. Yeah, well, but, and tomorrow. And that's a tough game. Utah's a, Utah's a damn good football team. Tomorrow, so, tomorrow, Florida plays number Kentu- number 20 Kentucky. Then we'll know more about them. So we'll you see. Know? All right, let's move right. on. Michigan okay, State. Okay, Michigan State. Meh, meh. You know, I mean, right now. That was an exciting uh, game. They it almost is. lost that game. Right, they did. They moved one spot up, and and uh, and and that's fine. And I know? should say they almost lost it. Not listen. The score was thirty-five thirteen, but don't let yeah. that fool you. Until like until maybe seven minutes left in the fourth quarter, they were yeah. neck and neck with that team. Like yeah. Western Michigan, Central Michigan. Oh wait, Western Michigan hung yeah. on until. But the, they do that with everybody they play. 
Yeah, Worst man, they hung on till like six minutes left in the fourth quarter, and then Michigan yeah. scored two touchdowns and got away. Everybody always says, oh, Western Michigan. Uh, you know what, though? They Every time they pay a Power 5 team, yeah. they give them fits. It's a threat. <coughs> Anyhow. All right, so what's up Miami, next? Miami, they're coming on. Their team is coming on. They've come out of the dredges of – they've really dropped out into the dredges of college football. Well, they got rid of that turnover chain. Yeah, and, they and the new and then they started to grow up. And the new happened. coach, somebody came in and changed leaders. Exactly, that new coach came in and said, "Listen, we're done with the hokey like nonsense and yeah. and kind of like uh, you know over the top culture, yep. and we're gonna be disciplined. We're gonna run a tight ship here." And they, they that new coach has turned it around. Oh yeah, yeah. So then, you know, I think. They have who they have this week. They play Miami plays uh, Southern Mississippi. Southern Mississippi. Okay, well uh, that's not good. I mean, they should destroy them. But you know, it's that's that's what that's and I my computer froze up here. That's all right. Um, no, Mike no. Mario Cristobal is the new coach at Miami. Right. Uh, he came from Oregon. And he's he's really shaping it up, and, from what I see. Yeah, dude. there's a whole different maturity level on that team, and um, I'm liking it. It's not all. It's 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 it looks more organized and better in you know better yeah. put together. Oh, well, hey, we'll see. Give him a year or two, and we'll see what happens. Maybe this year, who knows? Yeah. So Arkansas, number sixteen. I I don't know uh, anything I think, about them. I I think that's a team that could be a threat. Uh, later on, they beat as Cincy. The games progress. And they beat Cincinnati, a team that was in the playoffs last well, college football. Yeah, but a team that got year. spanked in the playoffs. Yeah, but they were there. We've been to the Final Four playoffs, and we got spanked well, too. Yeah, I we can't sucked. talk. We got spanked. Right. Except so, that Georgia game. Yeah. That we went to double overtime. overtime. Yeah, yeah. Ripped my friggin' heart out. I know. So. Every time they go to the playoffs. So <laughs> the, uh, That's every um, team we like. So basically, we have a heart left at all. Um, Arkansas is a team that we we going to have to watch out for this year. I think they could be a threat to Pittsburgh. the entire SEC. Uh, Pittsburgh is coming on. They look really good. Uh, they beat West I'm Virginia in a for really a fun game last week. Dude, that game is – I'm happy. I hope they continue that rivalry. Yeah, me too. And, me too. And, it was and, fun. And you I'll tell, tell you – the players were enjoying it. I'm happy that Pitt's ranked. I'm happy yep. that they got a good win. I wish that West Virginia would have won. Me too. Uh, selfishly because it would have bolstered the Big 12 yeah. schedule. right. But um, it was good football. But man, Pitt West Virginia, that's always gonna be a good game. It right. was like the hundred and fifteenth meeting of those teams. Yep. And and those fans hate each other. Right. So it's it was just awesome to watch that game as a bystander sure. and not be, you know, affected by it. Um I love when they play uh West Virginia's uh the Take me home, country road. That De- John Denver song. Yeah. The awful. I can't stand John Denver. But um, yeah. they play that song, and then all the Pitt fans. I mean, all the West Virginia fans have their own lyrics for it, and it's like oh, yeah, yeah. all the eat shit Pitt lyrics and all that. It, oh, like yeah, man, yeah, you yeah. can't. That's college football to a. Oh, it's bad. Yeah, and then you know what? And the Pitt fans. You know what? The Pitt fans are really cool. They're not cool about it, but at least well, they do they it don't back. Whine like little girls about it. And they do it back. They have their own thing. Guess what? They're not like Texas with the horns down. These, they actually 
Don't mind being teased. Yeah. Big deal. Oh, he's doing he these work. Nah, now. man, it feeds that rivalry. Did you, Nick Saban, did you see Nick Saban get interviewed this week? I sent that link to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was oh, like, what did. do you mean it's a penalty? And the guy's like, well. He didn't well, even know it was a penalty. So he knew for a back, a back story on this, man, if, if anyone is still listening to this after the modeling talk, awesome. Yeah, good for you. Thanks for hanging with us because we when we came back, we told ourselves we were going to do a segment every week on some sports, unless we have yeah. a guest who's not into sports yeah. or right. whatever. But um, uh, we will be doing a segment like this every week. And then it's pro- it will also probably transition into hockey once hockey kicks off. Right, right. But, um, man, so if anyone's not aware of this, the Oklahoma and pretty much all of college football now – when they play Texas, the players and fans all do, uh, you know, when you put your fingers up and you hold your middle finger and your ring finger down and you make the yep. rock, like the rock symbol, like, yeah, rock on. And you have your index and your pinky finger in the air. Well, yeah. that's like the rock symbol. Like, yeah, you're at a rock concert. You put that up. When you the put it, horns. Yeah. But, well, yeah, but I'm, if you're not familiar right, with it, right. it's like the right. rock on symbol. Right. But when you put it down, that's the horns down. And then. Yeah. The Big 12, Texas, Tom Herman from the Texas Longhorns a couple years ago complained to the Big 12. So now Big 12. It's been going on for decades. Right. The Big 12 officials made it uh, a penalty, an unsportsmanlike conduct 15-yard penalty. If the players do it. If a player does it. So at the press conference, Alabama has not played um, Texas since this new penalty. So at the press conference, one of the people in the in the audience said, one of the people from the journalist uh, corps said, uh, "Hey, Nick Saban, are you aware of the horns down penalty, and what are you going to do with about it with your players?" Basically, I mean, I might not have got the question right, but right. Um, that was the gist of it. And Nick Saban was like, "Oh, uh, I wasn't like that's a, that's a penalty. Like I wasn't aware of that. I, uh, you know, we really honestly don't." You know, we 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 don't really care. I'll have to um, tell my players. I'm gonna have that. to brief my players on this before the game. <laughs> He's like, "Thanks for that insight," but but the way he said it was like, "I don't care." Like, what? Why do I care about that? Like, yeah, it, was really. just, it was just funny. Really? Like, uh, That's so funny. So, um, when they come to the when they come to the SEC, that rule ain't gonna stay. Well, it's an NCAA rule now, actually. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah, I looked it up. Uh, yeah. I no, it was a big it's, it, rule. it's an NCAA rule now. Okay. It's a it's it's not just specifically for horns down, but it's uh it's included in the taunting rule. Oh, okay. So All it's right. NCAA wide. So if they go well, to a bowl, if you go to a bowl game and Texas is playing, weak. yeah, if you're if Texas is playing any school, I th- I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty certain it's a penalty. It's a football game. Have a backbone and grow a spine. That's part of sports, man. It's yeah. like taunting. Anyways, anyways, let's move on. Uh, after Pitt is NC State. We're going to go to 20, and then I think we're going to stop. Because the last five don't matter for anything, in my opinion. Yeah, right. But go ahead. All right, NC State rounds out 18. Uh, I don't really know much about them. Me neither. Wisconsin is 19. And with their one win against Illinois Nebraska. State. Was it Who beat Nebraska? Nebraska oh, I was lo- going to say that. Nebraska, no. Nebraska lost to um, uh, Northwestern. In week one, oh, that they was played it. Yes. and they played in Europe. Yes, yes. They I played see. in Europe. Did you hear what happened there? 
the well, I watched the, some of the game, but yeah, the venue what? lost like certain. The venue lost like power. It was like a outdoor game. Oh wow! And they played like a soccer field there. Yeah, yeah right, or right. And soccer arena. Something happened. Something happened. I don't know if they lost power or whatever, but something happened with the CO two on the beer taps. Uh huh. And. Oh, no, 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 no. I know what happened. Their credit card processor went down. That's what happened. Yeah, everybody got free and beer. And they got free beer at the game. And there were, like, all these drunk European fans watching college football for the first time in Europe. and uh-huh. and Or not the first time, but very rare times. And they were, like, hammered in the stands. All these Europeans were hammered watching oh, so Nebraska and Northwestern play, and they made these giant beer cup snakes up and through the stands. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think it's funny. Yeah, that was crazy. But so. anyways, all right. So, uh, and then 20th is University of Kentucky, who we talked about and earlier. And they'll be playing Florida, so that, you know, we'll see how they do. Um, yeah. They've come on the last couple of years. I'm actually uh, going to root for uh, Kentucky on that one. Me too. Uh, a former Sooner coach. And then I'll rattle off the last ones just to give them some credit. Uh, BYU is 21, followed by Ole Miss, Wake Forest, Tennessee, and Houston. And I will give credit to Tennessee to be back into the top 25 because yep. they've had a hell of a of a couple – they have a hell of a decade, I think, of yeah, some yeah. shit football. Yep. So, all yep. right, let's talk about uh, a couple games this weekend. Alabama-Texas is playing. Uh Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna watch that game at noon. I actually bet on that game, and I told you earlier I don't bet on yep. many. I don't bet a lot. I don't. I'm not well, eight hundred to one, man. I mean, but come the on. odds for Texas to win, I hate Texas. Yeah. But the odds for Texas to win are eight hundred, uh, yeah. plus eight hundred. So uh, plus eight hundred. I put yeah. five bucks on it. So if I win, uh, I get like forty five bucks. But uh, <laughs> if they win, and right. uh, so it's 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 a good either way because if Alabama wins, I'll be happy that Texas lost. Yeah. And if Alabama wins, uh, I won't be happy that they won, but I got 45 bucks. Sure. So, you know, it's good good either way. Um, right. I'm not going to go over all the top 25 games. Yeah, just some some of the key games. We'll go over top it. 25s versus either people we hate or other top 25 teams, okay. which there aren't many of them. Tennessee and Pittsburgh play. I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say Alabama's all over that one. Uh Oh, or tomorrow. I, they're going to beat them by at least 30. I think it's going to be bad. Um, and, you know, and I'm not saying that because I hate Texas. I bet that Texas – I'm going to bet on the score of that game is going to be – Because I think Texas is going to be a formidable formidable team in the next couple of years. But, um, yeah, I don't think they're there yet. So I'm going to say anyhow. Bama's going to win by – Yeah. It's going to be 48 48- – 48 to 17. Yeah. Yeah. 48-17 Bama. Right. That's my call. I'm going to say I think they're going to break 50. Okay. Um, We'll say 55. And and Texas, they got Worthy in there. When their quarterback, Quinn Evers, is pretty decent. Yeah. He's new though. Fifty-five to ten. I think it's gonna Ooh, be bad. Oh boy, man, that's rough. Fifty-five ten. All right. Well, yeah. hey, worthy. Um, will get their only touchdown. Um, boy. All right. They got Bryce Young though. Huh? 
Bryce Young. Alabama does. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the the feature yeah. players. I'm sorry. Bryce Young is the Alabama quarterback. He's I should lose all. Voter. I should lose all. Um, any yes. college you football. Won the I know. I should lose all my rights to talk about college football now. Arkansas, South Carolina, uh, maybe a decent game. That's at noon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know much about South Carolina other than the fact that uh, they have um, Rattler. Spencer Rattler throwing there. He didn't have a great week last week through ten interceptions. Yeah, but apparently they, they his won, offensive but... line's kind of shitty, so he yeah, got yeah, he didn't yeah. have much protection. Wake Forest and Vanderbilt maybe like two bottom feeder. Vandy's two and zero. Yeah, Vandy's two and zero, uh, and Wake Forest. Uh, you know they've been coming on, so it might be a tight. It's, uh, they're twenty three right now, but I mean it might be a tight game. Yeah, they're, game. they're 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 comparable, right? Um, uh, I'm not talking about just, the Charleston nah, Southern NC State. I can game. care less about Penn State and Ohio. Same with the Utah game. University, uh, University of Ohio. After huh? Utah lost last week, they're gonna drag Southern Utah through the mud. Oh, uh, it's gonna they're gonna skull drag them. I'm not talking about Marshall and Notre Dame because that's not even worth my time. Right, right. Uh, and it's it's a really bad sign when um when Clemson Furman State no I don't even know uh, where Furman State is yes I don't even know it sounds like it sounds like <laughs> one of those conventions where the people wear costumes so um, but where is Furman I don't know I got to look it up but while you're Texas talking Texas A&M plays Appalachian yeah that might be interesting Greenville South Carolina Texas okay. A&M plays App State. Tomorrow. Hey. Okay. On ESPN2. Remember when App State upset Penn State a couple years ago? <laughs> Remember when they upset Michigan? <laughs> they upset when Michigan they... week one? Remember when they upset LSU? I think they upset LSU one year. Yeah. This is the team. Last week, they ended up beating North Carolina. Yeah. 63 Tar Heels. 124 points scored That's, in that game. Yeah, man. That game was crazy. Uh, and if Texas A&M thinks they're going to go in there and walk all over them, I'm not seeing this dude um the the, the, is... the last week the one running back um noel from appalachian yeah. state had 116 yards just a wow. running back against yeah. nc state yeah like what's the spread on the texas a map game uh over under is 54 and the line is negative 19 for, ta- for uh, AM. i don't think i don't know if AM's going to cover that um, don't get me wrong. Yeah, that was a good football team. I don't know if they're going to be able to cover that. But over under is fifty four points. That's, that's a team that sticks to you, like napalm. Man, App you State know? is 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 one of those teams. Man, it's we talked yeah. about this. You and I have talked about this a lot. But yep. App State's one of those teams that could just don't they, sleep. They on. might win six games, man. But one of those games, they're going to screw up someone's schedule bad. Yeah, and that could be A and M. I hope it is because they're from Texas. But, <laughs> Pitt and Tennessee. That's going to be a good 17 game. 17 versus 24 should be a good game. And that's only that's a, a six-point spread. Afternoon. I won't be watching it. But, that's a six-point well, yeah, six spread on that game, so they're calling it close. Yeah, that's a good one. So you have that. What's the spread and... on the Alabama-Texas game? 20. Yeah. Yeah. So then you have uh, Washington State, University Wisconsin. of Georgia. Yeah, I don't care. No, I don't think that matters. Georgia's that's going to be – Georgia versus Samford, like that's not even a that's not a game. No, no, that's not even talkable, uh, speakable. Uh, Michigan State versus Ar- uh, Arkansas State. Akron. Is that Arkansas State. Akron. Oh, it's Akron. Uh, no, that not even worth bringing up. They're gonna kill them. <laughs> um, Houston and Texas Tech. That could be a good game. 
Houston, Texas Tech. Texas yeah. Tech is favored by only four points. Yeah. And so Houston, Houston's and, and a good Houston, football team. Houston's got Dana Holgerson, so you know. And Houston's been winning, and they got a hell of an offense. Yeah, so. I mean, they got crazy Dana, so who knows what's going to happen? So I think I sit on the news until you get down to Oklahoma, Kansas State, and then you have uh, you know Kent State. So I mean, I'm, so, a, I'm a, I hate to jinx it. But it's a thirty. Last I looked, it was thirty-three points. It's a thirty-three point spread, and the over yeah. under is seventy-two and a half. Yeah, <laughs> like it's. I, I, and and here's the other thing, Oklahoma. I, I, I hate to jinx this, but did no. you know that Oklahoma last week? Yeah. Paid UTEP a million dollars to come play. Well, I didn't know that. And this week, you know how much they paid Kent State? Uh-uh. A million and a half. Oh wow! <laughs> so. They paid Kent State a million and a half dollars, yeah, to come in and play that game. Okay, and and I just want to see football. I don't care what they pay them. I'm just saying, like, oh, okay. th- for these people that aren't aware, if they're listening still, if we haven't lost everybody in our podcast already, yeah, uh, a lot of these big Power Five conferences teams, conference teams, when they when they when they schedule someone that isn't a Power Five opponent will pay yeah. them quite handsomely mm-hmm. in the first couple weeks of the season to come play. It, it's kind of a warm up game, so your team gets uh your team gets, you know, a little bit of a of a easier opponent. Hopefully. Uh the one thing that you don't want as your as a university is to pay Kent State a million and a half dollars and then they come in and they upset you. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> but uh right. you know that might sour the deal a little bit. But right. uh but yeah, these teams that we're talking about that are playing cream puff teams, you know, a high ranked team playing a cream puff team. Yeah, that school's going to make some money. Those kids are coming in, and that school is agreeing to come in and basically pu- more than likely get their pants beat off of them. But they're getting some coins. And they're getting a couple million bucks out of it. Right. Okay, so, let's jump ahead. All right, moving on. Kentucky, Florida. We talked about that one. I'm all in for yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, we'll go skip that. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm, I think, uh, I think. Kentucky. I think Florida's going to beat them, but yeah. Uh, the next interesting game is not the Ole Miss Central Arkansas game, but the Stanford USC game. And I hope Stanford curb stomps them. And it's I only USC's only an eight point favorite. Well, that's because Stanford and USC and and UCLA and all of them are real tight there. Yeah. And it, those games are always tough. Stanford always plays that ground. Pounding ground. Game, they know? could almost be a Big Ten team with the way they play. Ground pound game. I guess. Yeah, they're like huh? a Big Ten. Yeah. They play a Big Ten style where it's not exciting. It's, right. It, they're going to keep it on the ground. They're going to throw it every five or six play. They're not going to throw the ball every they're other play. Slow your game down. So, right. So Lincoln Riley's got that fast, high-power offenses he always likes to do when he did with us. Hey, and, and, I, and uh, I, hate, I hate Lincoln Riley right now. Right. Probably he's going to try that. Probably he's forever. He's going to try that high-power offense. And he's going to realize what happened when he was with us and he tried that, that crap. And teams came in and slowed the game down. Guess Look what? at we that Army. Yep. Look at Army when they came in did to Oklahoma. Wishbone. And they played that, yeah, they played that wishbone that style slow offense. slow down wishbone game, yeah. And, dude, Army Triple gave option. us fits. Army yeah. gives everyone fits. Look at it. They hit like they're out to war. Dude, Army is probably yeah. one of the most underrated military schools. They are for football. They hit like they're because like they're hit like you're gonna like you're they they play like they're in combat, you know. And I guess that's part of their training. Maybe yeah. I don't know. 
Uh, Michigan plays Hawaii. Uh, they're going to kill Hawaii. Uh, it's at Michigan. If any team in the NCAA goes to Hawaii, there's a slight chance you might not come out of there with a W. Playing right. you know, in Hawaii is tough because of the jet lag and everything else. Players get to they, when teams go there to hey. visit, they, t- they tend to make it a vacation for them all. Do me they a get favor. Relaxed, yeah. And if 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 some for some reason Hawaii beats Michigan, yeah, do not call Uncle Mark. <laughs> oh, double double will call my brother. Oh my <laughs> god, he's a big diehard Michigan guy. <laughs> he will he will hate you. Do yes. not call Mark for like a twenty four yeah, hour be period. Bad. It'll be bad. It'll be like the Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> I'm not going there. Uh, okay, and the last ranked game will be BYU Baylor. We talked about earlier. I think that'll be a good game at ten fifteen Eastern time tomorrow uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, and, so and it's in good. Baylor. I mean, it's in BYU. Yeah, um, yeah it'll be tough. They're not easy to beat. You know. So uh, anyway, so I mean, all the all the BYU fans. Um, They'll be hopped up on Dr. Pepper and uh, <coughs> and. So next uh, week, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say all the BYU fans they'll tailgate ahead of time with all their Dr. Pepper and uh, yeah. and and Lacroix um, seltzer waters. Yeah. I'm just making a joke because they're like a more. Aren't they a Mormon school? Is that Mormon? Yeah. 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 Okay. So, anyways. So I'm, sorry, I made a Mormon joke. I'm, I apologize. Yeah. But anyways, so, all right. Well. Uh, we'll, we'll, next week we'll, we'll talk about the twelve-team format. We're running out of time here. Oh yeah, uh, playoff format. And then I uh, will mention. I know you NFL fans out there. Uh, they this week starts NFL. I'm going to tell you night. what. One thing. Yeah. I'm going to be useless for NFL talk. Yeah, we're not real big on that. I may be able to touch on a couple little things if they're interesting or whatever. But we're not a big NFL family so i mean it's not like we love our college ball and my problem is my problem is the pros we lose track i watch college football rapidly yes all saturday yep and if i followed nfl football on sunday (laughs) you're gonna be divorced my yeah kristen would be so mad like it wouldn't even be funny yep uh so but i do follow some nfl paul and i'll get into that next week after everybody's played a game yeah uh or two by that time and uh, so our next episode in two weeks, if we don't have a guest, I'll get into some NFL ball. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about it, but uh, we focus more on college football. Um, but we will also talk about our favorite tailgate foods and such like that. And uh, and um, we should we also talk, talk about, about we should talk about our experience going to West Virginia football games. Oh, uh, we can do that too. Yeah, because we have two different, wildly different experiences tailgating at West Virginia yeah. football games. Oh, yeah. Um, one of which I'll give a teaser to. You and I spent the night in a car together. Yes. <laughs> in a Walmart Sleeping park- because of the snow. <laughs> in a Walmart parking lot. Uh, uh, so we'll, we'll touch on that. And on it was a- like 25 degrees. It was cold. Uh, we were in those big mummy bags, though, so I wasn't cold. Yeah. We w- Remember we were... Uh, you know what? We're going to talk about it now. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to wrap the show up with this. All right. So... My dad and I, that was our first Oklahoma game. It was. So, it was. Um, a few years ago, what was that, 2017 or 16? 2016. Ish. It might have been 16. 2016. Yeah. It was 16, Baker Mayfield's final year. Yeah, right, right, right. So, one of the highest uh, trophy. In 2016, man, we, you know, I was thinking about this the other night. You and I have yeah. seen Baker Mayfield, Bob Stoops, Murray. Bob Stoops' coach. 
Yep. Kyler Murray. Yep. Mark Andrews. Yep. C.D. Lamb. Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley. Also known as the Bitch Out D. West. D.D. Westbrook. D.D. Westbrook. Not that anybody knows who he is. Yeah. But we do. Whatever. D.D. Westbrook. Um, who else from those teams? Hollywood Brown. Ho- oh, yeah. Uh, Hollywood Brown. Yeah. Uh, we we have seen uh, Spencer Rattler, who's not in the pro. He'll yeah. be he'll be he'll be in the pros. Right. Spencer Rattler. Um, yeah. uh, just some crazy dudes. We didn't get to see Caleb Williams play. However, we saw him. We were there for the champ game when uh, they chanted for him. Yeah. We you want know, Caleb. They booed, yeah. When they booed uh, Spencer Rattler uh, off Spencer the field. Spencer Rattler off the field. So, so anyways. Not- Back to the West Virginia game. This is our first time that you and I have seen West Virginia. I mean, sorry, Oklahoma play. Yeah. And we're not. We're not. We're two and a half, three hours away from Morgantown. Yeah. So we made the trip to Morgantown for our first Oklahoma game, and uh, they were calling for snow. I think the night or two before they were calling for snow down there. So right. I told you, like, hey, we're gonna pack some sleeping bags in the car. Right. And you're like, ah. I remember you. You're like, ah. I don't know. Like. We had some flurries driving out, so yeah. Yeah, and, and the whole drive down, it was like sleeting and freezing rain. It was the weekend after, it was a Saturday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. It was just... Well, no, it was pretty dry. Except no. Except for some dry snowflakes on the way when out. We got, when we got into West... Like, when we entered into West Virginia through Maryland, yeah. it got nasty. Yeah, a little bit. I remember the highway was starting to get, like, crusty. Like, slushy, okay. slushy. Yeah. And then we pull in, it was raining pissing on us and uh yeah. across the we tailgated though. across the aisle from us there was a oklahoma sooners tailgate like fans yeah. they had a whole setup for us and we were trying to cook hot dogs on this and they had a, so- a leather sofa and recliners <laughs> out there yeah but with a big screen tv well, all under big tarp well and back it up you and i were behind my car trunk trying to cook hot dogs and sausages on the coleman camp stove in yeah. like 25 mile an hour winds and it's like 20 degrees outside well it wasn't raining anymore at that point no but the wind was kicking up and we couldn't keep our stove warm right and you and i are this measly we didn't have a canopy we're like (laughs) we're we're huddled around this old camp stove trying to cook some pathetically cook some little hot dogs on this coleman camp stove and hot sausages and then those fan the oklahoma fans across the way saw us over there and they invited us over Right. And uh, they were awesome. They had all kinds of food. Oh, man. And they had TV on. They were playing other games that night that during the tailgate. We had had a night game. Yeah. Yeah. It was a college game day game. Yeah. It was early afternoon. We had all afternoon. Yeah. So we, you know, we got all tuned up, went into the game. And as we're walking into the stadium, this snow squall comes through that was like blinding snow squall. Yeah. And, And I'm talking a football field across. Yeah, uh, not lengthwise, but widthwise, you could not see the stands on the other side of the stadium. <laughs> well, actually, it didn't start snowing until after the warm up. We went oh, yeah, to watch yeah. the warm up. They the... went in the locker room and they came back out, and there's snow all over the field. Right, and yes. and you couldn't see the other side of the stadium. It was, nope. it was snowing that hard. It was a squall. Big uh, you yeah. could probably only see maybe 50 yards. Yep, and uh, laid down some snow pretty quick, and then off and on through the rest of the game, it snowed. Yeah. Now, it was a wild game, crazy game. And yeah. uh Oklahoma won pretty good big. Yeah, but even up until like the third quarter it was back and forth. Yeah. And, then, it was, they, yeah. and then they opened up big time. Right. Right. Um 
But then when we were leaving, you and I were driving out of the parking lot, all the traffic, whatever. We finally hit the freeway. And I remember we had three the, hours to go over the, the mountains of West but Virginia. Like right ahead of us, a car slid the whole way across the highway. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I don't really feel like I should be driving in yep. this. And, and I agreed. And, and, you know, we were tailgating the whole experience. We were tailgating. We had maybe a drink or two at the game and both of us agreed like, all right, even in the best circumstances, we probably shouldn't be driving in this game. And uh, so we whipped it into a whipped it into a uh, Walmart parking lot. Well, no, At, on the way. Oh, the hotel. The out, I tried calling hotels. They were all Everybody's booked. booked. I'm in my car in the car. While you I'm found one. I was punching cell phone numbers. I, I, I googling hotels. Everybody's booked. They're booked. They're booked. They're you booked. did find one. It's 11:30 at night. You know. You found one. Like, I found one. And it was like 300 or 400 bucks a night. Yeah, and we were like, we even, went into, we even drove to the one next to the Walmart. There was a hotel, and we went in there in Morgantown, and, and I was a uh, one of the Quinta Inn or something like that. And uh, we went in and went to the front desk because you know, I thought, wait, you know what? They may have one. Yeah. You know, who knows? So bail out or something, and nothing. I was like, oh. you know, and you felt like you know Mary and Joseph leaving, uh, <laughs> trying to find a place for that to, to have, for for Mary to have Jesus, baby Jesus. It was kind of like that, you know, like you know, we're back out in the snow, and I'm like, you, we get in the car, we drive over to the Walmart parking lot. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say we we pulled in the Walmart parking lot. I uh, pulled the sleeping bags out of the trunk, and uh, we re- we reclined the uh, the seats. Two what bucket. kind of car was that? It was my little Ford Focus. It was a Ford Focus. This was not a big car. No. We fell asleep, woke up in the morning. There was like, it's like raining in the car. <laughs> yeah, because and, of all the, yeah, the moisture the, the from moisture. our breathing. And, uh, and the outside. See out the window. And the outside of the car, there's snow in the car. And then that plow was driving through the parking lot, like around <laughs> our car. I know. And, uh, and then we walked into the. We walked into Walmart. I think the subway like was... Like a wreck. We looked like a wreck. Oh, man. It was nasty. We bought toothpaste. <laughs> we walked in... <laughs> so we, we could brush our teeth. It's we walked into so Walmart and we bought, like, the cheapest toothbrush and toothpaste we could find. Yep. Brushed our teeth. Got, uh... I think Subway had opened at that Walmart and it was, like, a breakfast sub or something. Well, they had a McDonald's. They had a McDonald's, they had McDonald's or something. We yeah, got, we we went got in food there. Muffins or something. And then, and, we, and then we trekked home, but... Man, and when we got out of the car, the guy in the little tiny Walmart mini plow thing, whatever the hell it was, it was like a, a little mini like Zamboni. A street sweeper with a plow on a street, it. Yeah. And he, he's like looking over at us like, what are these freaks coming out of the car? It's all teamed up. <laughs> What's that old guy doing with that 28? 30 in the morning. What's that old man doing with that middle-aged 20, 20-year-old guy getting out of the car? <laughs> <sighs> he had all kinds of horrible stories that he told everybody about when he got when he got done working that night with all his buddies. Uh, but uh, anyways, that was our adventures in Morgantown the first time we went. And we drove all then we were fine. The, the roads opened up. Oh we yeah, by then it was warming up and it was fine. Yeah. So But anyhow, yeah, that's it. Yeah. For the week. Let's wrap it up. We'll see you guys yeah. next week. Thanks for hanging with us this that long. Was two, we gave you two hours. And it was like two and a half hours. Twenty minutes. Yeah. Yep. So, so alrighty, everyone. We will talk to you later. It. Have a good yep. one. Peace out.